What's up? Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back, you beautiful little cuties. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, fam. Chill and spill, fam. Chill and spill. Yeah, This yeah, is yeah. episode nine. Episode nine, bruv. Episode nine. We nine. Have one more for double digits. Nine weeks straight. Nine weeks straight. Jeez. Good job, sir. Good job. Proud of the consistency. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. I thank didn't you. expect this. Uh, bad, not bad. Not <laughs> we thought, bad. We thought like what? Three episodes, then we're done. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you guys thought. Yeah, uh, we're back. Okay. All right. <laughs> Imagine so. this is the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. All right. This is, my name is Tanish. My name is Kirtan. This is Chill and, and Spill. spill. Podcast. podcast and today's topic what's today's topic depression <laughs> depression for, for all the hype and yeah, laugh yeah, and yeah. all that the topic is about depression, depression. about a beat depression that's why yes, I did that let's shit. get into oh, it yeah. but before that cue the intro Alright guys, so welcome back, episode 9. Quick recap, episode 8. Episode 8 was something else, bro. Something else. Yeah, episode it was a pretty serious was, one. Yeah. We spoke about nudes mm. and uh, not just our nudes, but just nudes in general. Yeah. 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 It's a pretty yeah. serious one. Today is another kind of... Did we, did we show our nudes on the episode? Who knows? Maybe we would have. So you have to click on the episode and find out. <laughs> After this episode, okay? Alright. So, yeah. But yeah, okay. So mm. yeah. Oh, by the way, before you, uh, we go on to this uh, mm. episode... Uh, quick reminder to you guys again: you can watch, uh, listen to this episode uh, podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Follow me and Kitten on our social media platform where we ask you guys the IG questions and all that stuff. Where that's how you guys can contribute to the episode as well. Yeah, and we can, it can all be a one nice discussion. Follow Chill and Spill on YouTube, TikTok, and IG, and uh, that's where we post up clips and all that stuff as well, yeah, so, so you can share it. That was my Siri. Siri heard you saying some stuff. Right. So right. do all that following, do all that subscribing, do all the liking, like the episode, and all that mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm, Now let's mm-hmm, get into mm-hmm. today's episode. Depression. Depression. Mm. This is a serious one. Yeah. Um. This is a very highly requested one. Yeah. So I'm assuming a lot of people, actually a lot of people now, just go through mental health issues, right? Yes, correct. So Why they, have we not talked about depression so far? Because this was asked from the beginning. There's a reason for it. Mm-hmm. We all have stories to tell. Mm-hmm. Me, myself, you too as well, I'm pretty yeah. sure, right? Yeah. Uh, we've had very tough times, even this year specifically, mm. uh, with everything that we've gone through. Specifically, this one is more of like relationship-based for this year, right? Yeah, yeah. If and you guys watched episode one onwards, yeah, you guys would know. Yeah. You know, and now, for me personally, I can't speak on behalf of you. For me personally, I've picked myself up and I'm, I'm doing good again, you know, mm. in life and all that. And uh, I didn't want to talk about it while I was down, yeah. if that made sense. Yeah, you know? yeah. And um, I'm, first of all, I'm happy for you, man. Hey, thank you. That you feel like you've sort thank of you. picked yes, up. Yes, sir. Do you think I'm you're back. all the way up there? Almost there. Right. Uh, just a little bit more work mm. to do, which I'll share a little bit later yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. And also another reason why we were hesitant initially to speak about this is because, you see, at the end of the day, we are not some kind of mental health mm. experts or yeah. we are not, you know, we are nothing like that. Yeah. Half the time we talk about this stuff, this is not because we know this is a fact or anything like that. This is just... Because we're not these experts and all, we didn't want to initially talk about it. But then yeah. we thought thought about this. It's like the whole idea of the show is to talk about things from our perspective. Yeah. So as long as we put that forth yeah. and say that this is from our perspective, this is it not is. expert opinions, this is not facts per se, yeah. uh, this is more like what we yeah. believe and stuff like that. Could be wrong, yeah. could be right, could be debatable. Yeah. That is up for yeah. everyone to sort of... Basically um, what Tanish is saying is we're not mental health experts. Mm. We are here just telling a story, our stories. Maybe you can just pick up a thing or two yeah. and maybe yeah. you can try to apply it on yourself. Correct. I'm not saying it works. If it works for me, it could work for you. That's yeah. all we're saying. Correct. Take okay? it as a... That's all. A take it as a story that's from it. a friend. That's all. Yes. Yes. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so depression. Yeah. How do we get into this topic, bro? I'll ask you straight up. Oh, all right. Let's go. I'm not I'm not going to bother asking you, have you been depressed? Because uh-huh. obviously you have. Eh, but tell us that? if How you How you know I've been depressed? 
It's uh, because I uh, because I don't know who this guy is. A stranger <laughs> who just came and sat down beside me. So I don't know what happened in his life, bro. Have you been depressed, bro? Yes, I have. Yeah. See. <laughs> so, okay, like, okay, take us into a bit of a story time. Okay. What's your um, What's your um experience and what's okay. your journey with depression? Me. Okay, I've gone through lots of stuff in life. Everyone mm. has, obviously. Mm. Um, just very different aspects of life, I guess. Mm. Okay. So, me personally, um, okay, I'm I'm gonna put this. It's a little bit of a story time. So I'm yeah, share yeah. A little no, bit no, go for it. Because yeah. it's going to take uh, take okay. it away for a bit. It might be a bit of a story time. Yeah. Really I'll try to keep it as short as I can, as, mm. but as simple as I can. And I'll try to, to listen point. without interjecting as much <laughs> as I can. No, but ask me anything <laughs> in yes, between, yes, yes, you know, sure. so I can share as much as I can, okay? Mm. So growing up, I've always been like this very shy, introverted kid and all that. That's mm. just one part of it, right? And I've never really been able to express myself. So in terms of how I feel, and I'm a very emotional person. Okay. You know, uh, people who are around me would know that, you know, my close friends, my family, my parents and all that. And that is something that I've struggled with actually because my emotions are big. That means when I'm happy, I am extremely happy. Okay. Okay, if I'm sad, I am extremely sad. There isn't really anything in between. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that makes like, sense. Yeah, either all the way up yeah, or all the way down. Okay. You know, there's like some days when you see me I'm pumped in the gym, I'm pumped, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the other days I'm just dead but I just show up. Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, uh, long story short for the first half of my life, okay, this was me at the age of 19, 20. Mm. Uh, I went through whatever I went through like, from a breakup at that point, failing in my exams and all these things it brought me to my lowest mm. okay and that actually got me a little bit depressed i was never clinically depressed like i was never okay. clinically diagnosed that i was depressed okay but i was just in a very bad state of mind mm. and it was just a mental health issue where i realize now when i think about it i had a lot of anxiety back then and i didn't know what anxiety was and actually when i think about it now i had it even when i was younger okay. it's like a very heavy feeling on my chest okay and uh the first time i really noticed it was actually when one of uh, i had like this one of my past relationships mm-hmm. someone basically cheated on me okay and that was the first time it hit me super hard i still remember that feeling that's why okay that is one so over time uh, i went into my studies blah 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 eventually i just hated how i felt okay okay i hated how just i felt just about yourself in general just just my myself in general like i felt i had no purpose in life does okay. that make sense okay mm-hmm. at the age of 19 20 i had no purpose in life and right. i was just beating myself up for it like what are you doing you're mm. you're sleeping late you're waking up late you don't know what you're doing um you don't really know there's a direction in your life there's no motivation there's no motivation there's no motive in terms of what you're trying to do mm. uh, you're just there just for the sake of barely existing at that point okay. you know like i know my parents love me i know i had my close friends and all that things but i was just not happy with where i was if that makes sense mm-hmm. okay that's mm-hmm. how it started and then the whole gym life started all that confidence came up all this stuff but my main depression point really hit when i was at the age of 23 okay this was about 2018 and 19 and 20 Okay, 2018. Uh, I hit certain milestones that I set for myself. I hit 2018. We were 23. Yeah, um, probably 22. Yeah. 22, 23. Around 23, there. 23, lah. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nah. 2018 was when it hit me really hard because I had certain milestones I set for myself that year, and mm-hmm. I hit all of it. So I did amazing things at that year. Mm-hmm. Like I got the physique that I've always envisioned in my head. That's the first thing I had. Some photo shoots done with really big people back then, where I really looked up to. Okay. Did some collabs, came on TV, went on radio, came on newspaper, all these things. So once I hit all those milestones, then it hit me really hard. What? What's next? next? Oh, What's okay. next? I understand. And I was like, in my final year of my engineering degree, and I don't want to be an engineer. What's next? So all of that hit me so hard, mm. and uh, I didn't apply for a job or anything like that. I basically just did what I wanted to do, and I actually, truth be told, it picked up really quick. Okay. So in that sense, it was a blessing. But at the same time, so I made money and all that. But then I was like, okay, like, am I just gonna keep doing this? Like, mm. this just 
what's the purpose? Like, I can't be doing the same thing every day, every day, When right? you say the same thing, you're talking about training clients. Training clients, doing online stuff, all these things. But I just wanted more and more You and wanted more. like a bigger yeah. something. Yeah. So yeah. that's when I realized I'm like my biggest critique. Mm. That's number one. Mm. And I tend to just mentally, uh, mentally self-abuse myself. Self mentally, okay. mentally self-abuse, yeah. Okay. Okay. And uh, at that time, because I was making money and all that, I started drinking. I started okay. getting into alcohol. And I had like a bit of a bad alcohol addiction actually. Okay. So this is something I think I've never mentioned even on Instagram and all that. I had a pretty bad alcohol addiction. Okay. My parents know about this because I kind of opened up to them in 2019. Okay. Uh, after three, four months down the road, I started going out so much, clubbing, uh, alcohol addiction. Alcohol addiction was bad to a point basically like once I'm done with work, I would go to Speed Mart. Okay. Sit in the car, buy like five bottles of beer, drink, cry in the car. Right. Yeah. Like it was, it was really bad. It was damn bad to a point where it was happening almost every night okay i had this one story where i drank 11 nights in a row this one my parents don't know okay yeah but now, I, I, now yeah, they do now they do now they yeah. do but i'm opening up because maybe someone else can relate out yeah. there as well and alcohol was my way of escaping my problems okay or running away from reality of life and it's not like i was doing bad or shit like that in terms of like you know how my life was mm. it's just mentally i was like like i was just not happy i was not yeah, satisfied yeah, yeah. i felt like i've lost my purpose if that makes sense yeah yeah and i started just mentally you don't know, abusing you just myself don't know what the hell yeah. Why? Why? Why are you waking up every day? Yeah. You know, you I'm know, just barely existing. Barely you know? existing. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. throughout the day. But don't get me wrong. I still trained every day. Mm. I still had the physique. I did everything I had to do. Yeah. Yep, but yep. just especially when it's dark, late at night, I don't know why the thoughts get so loud in my head. Yeah. You yeah, know yeah. that that demon in my head is just so fucking loud at that time, and it just kind of took over that you know. And then alcohol was like my way of escaping it. If that mm. makes sense. 2019 till 2020. Uh, oh, sorry. I opened up to my parents in 2020. My bad. Okay. My bad. 2020. Then lockdown happened. All right. Lockdown happened. Lockdown was the biggest blessing in disguise for me mm. because I had to stay home. That's one. And I started like spending a lot more time with my family. Okay. That's when I got really close to my, my parents, a lot more closer, Okay. especially to my brothers as well. And that's how I kind of just found myself again. But it took me some time. I really came out of it last year, actually. Okay. 2022. But then you say you lockdown and that's when you really sort of found yourself again mm -hmm. but your whole issue was that you were not you didn't know your purpose so right. how did you find your purpose in a lockdown okay funny thing huh? right yeah. before lockdown initiated i actually flew to Perindian on my own okay one week before lockdown huh? okay it's like like god's blessings i don't know how it mm -hmm. happened exactly one week mm -hmm. um when i went there i went alone for a reason because i was just struggling a lot with Alcohol was one actually, but also because I had another relationship back then. Mm -hmm. Just came out of it and I just couldn't figure myself out. And nothing to do with my partner. I okay. knew for a fact that relationship failed because of me. Mm -hmm. So it's all like that, that self-blame, self-blame, or yeah, you are not good yeah, enough. Yeah. You know, you know, Kirtan, you fucked it up actually. Mm. It's on you, it's on you, it's on you, right? Yeah. So I needed like a change of environment. Flew off somewhere else, started meditating, did a lot of things on my own. Mm. In that five days I was there. I was in Perennial for five days alone. Okay. Uh, just put myself in a position where it was mostly couples and all. So I just wanted to just sit there and just, just observe life. And I'm a beach person. I yeah, love sitting by yeah. the beach, and that's how I found myself again. Actually, started from there. So lockdown, when lockdown happened, actually, a couple of things. My brothers and all my family. I had one friend, Sharma, as well. He was there with me yeah, throughout the entire of lockdown. And uh, how I found myself was because I just kept myself in a position where every day I started just thinking in a very positive manner, if that mm. makes sense, you know? Mm. Like, okay, I know for a fact lockdown is not going to last forever. I was very well aware of that. Yeah. And I also told myself, whatever position I'm in, 
it's not going to last forever yeah you know and uh, i actually did film some videos and all that of myself like being really down and talking about things i've never posted stuff like that up yet okay. there's a reason for that but why i filmed it is also because like i knew i'll always come out of it but okay. i just don't know when and i did like this thing where i had a whiteboard at home i did like a countdown like okay by 30 days I, i'm going to be okay mm. because i know for a fact i will be okay but how did i come out of it i started just focusing on myself again i started loving myself again i told myself okay chill listen my weakness is basically where i am just so so hard on myself so relax take a step back in order for you to take two steps forward that's what okay. i told myself so let's realign everything let's look at our goals look what we want to do in life look at the things you want to achieve okay and there's no rush for anything yeah. at that point is when i realized okay money doesn't really ease the pain for me okay it's more of like i need like a purpose a drive to give me like that that fulfilling kind of life yeah, if that yeah. makes sense you know and yeah. that's when i realized okay that's the kind of person i am you know and fast forward It took me about 2021 halfway there 2022 last year was when I really came out of it that's mm-hmm. why last year I put myself in a position where I was like okay fuck it's time I feel like I'm I'm back okay. I'm back does that make sense <laughs> yeah, like I'm yeah. back that's why I started doing modeling again I started Correct. doing the whole pageant shows cuz I put pageant, myself right? yeah, yeah, yeah there's yeah. a reason why I did all that not because I've always wanted to be a model fuck mm-hmm. no it's actually because I wanted to put myself in a very uncomfortable position and again. you wanted to give yourself a project you wanted to give yourself yeah, a, yeah so yeah, I wanted yeah. something different every time you know okay 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 and yeah so that's the long story short basically mm-hmm. that's, that's I get it I, I think I think the reason the reason I mean not not to say the reason I uh A lot of so when people think about depression people mm-hmm. think that something has gone wrong in mm-hmm. your life mm-hmm. and hence you're depressed you know what i mean and yeah. again this is all based on my understanding of depression probably kittens and there could be you know better um, better explanations for it mm-hmm. but depression doesn't just happen because something has necessarily gone wrong in your life yep. but in your case for example mm-hmm. it's that it's the lack of something you needed in 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 your life yep. Like yep. what fulfills you mm-hmm. is that sense of purpose. Yes. Sir. When I say when we, when we say the sense of purpose, it is not something like, um, oh, why are humans brought to earth and mm-hmm. what what is our purpose? It's mm-hmm. not. It's not that. It's more like what drives me. Yeah. What exactly. makes me get up every day and go about my life. Yes. And this doesn't apply to everyone. You know, I've yeah. noticed this because yeah. it applies to me, and mm-hmm. and and I have that as well. And I'll talk about it when I succumb mm-hmm. to my sort of thing. But there are a lot of people who be like, you know what? I wake up, I go to my work, or I go study and this and that. I come back, I do this. I have my family, I have my partner, or maybe not a partner or whatever. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the month, I get my salary. I get mm-hmm. to go out on the weekends and do this and that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I yeah. have a routine lifestyle. Okay, all great. Or maybe they run a business. Okay, mm-hmm. I have all that. All right. There's nothing to complain about. I'm extremely yep. happy. Yeah. So there are some people like that, mm-hmm. and that's fine because. Whatever their their sense of purpose is in being able to do all of this, yeah. they find a sense of purpose mm-hmm. in that. Then there are some of us who, just because you get up every day, you go do your work, you make your money, you do have your family, you do have your mm-hmm. partner. That alone is not enough to satisfy us. Yes, correct. There are some of us yes. out there who need something more than that. Yep. Like it could be down to our upbringing, it mm-hmm. could be down to just the way we were yep. so many the way factors we grew to up it. and so many yeah. factors to it. And it's just different ways of looking at it. Because some people be like nothing went wrong like in the story that mm-hmm. you said you have your family there, mm-hmm. you have uh, friends yeah, per se and all that stuff yes. and it seemed like you were you had like some relationships mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. this point mm-hmm. as well in your story, you knew you figured out you didn't want to be an engineer, you figured out yeah. the same shit, you were you had a fucking good physique. Yeah. 
you know that a lot of people yeah. crave for and all this stuff and so what are you complaining but that's exactly. the, that's the thing that's the crazy part you know, right you're not complaining it's yeah. some it's it's a it's a lack of something i had a very yeah. big thought about it so mm. whatever you mentioned right there right it's all very external yeah. so that's when i realized for me it's very internal it's mm. always been in my head okay. and that's why when i see certain things online for example people who have it all you know like artists who've got all the money yeah. all the fame and everything but then they commit suicide you wonder why mm. people be like oh He's just spoiled. So much of money, do drugs, for example. Mm. But truth be told, maybe he did the drugs because he's trying to escape whatever that was in his head in the first place. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize yeah. things like that. So that's when I started like understanding certain people. For example, the two people that really help in terms of artists, one is actually Eminem. Okay. Okay. Eminem was one of the first few artists I started listening at the age of fourteen. Another one is Juice World. Okay. So okay. I'm wearing hoodie today. Legends never die. All right. Legends <laughs> never die, bro. But okay. these two people help, and these two people actually got really into drugs as well. Okay. But one unfortunately yeah. died. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Juice WRLD died. Yeah. Yeah. So one unfortunately died, but because his music is just a lot on depression, even though he had the money and all that. Mm. So it's things like that for me as well. So that's when I realized, okay, there's two two ways you can look at it. Some people go through it very internally. Mm. It's just demons in their head that takes over. Yeah. For example, it's as simple as you know what I tell this to some of my clients. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this to you before or not. It's if like you, you know how you, before you, you have a cheat if meal. You didn't you don't love me enough? <laughs> yeah. Before you have a cheat meal. Mm. You sit there and you contemplate in your head. Should I eat this or not today? Like I, I want to. I, I want to. I want to. You know, mm. and not a cheat meal. You're supposed not to have it. Actually, oh, okay. you're supposed not to have it. Huh? Uh. Then you, you contemplate with that voice in your head. Like just take it, lah. One bite, nee. Mm. One bite, nee. Like, mm. That is the demonic voice in your head that's telling you to do it. Mm. But you are contemplating and fighting against it. Yeah. But the moment you do it, you give in to that craving. Yeah. So yeah. it's guilty pleasures. Yeah. So my not okay, I'm not gonna say guilty pleasure, but one of my ways of escaping was the alcohol. Mm. Because when you drink, you drink, you get a little bit more numb you get numb and you just don't feel anything Correct. And you not, let all your walls down you don't think too much suddenly you're a bit more okay this even if you this cry this is not promotion for alcohol this is not promotion for alcohol <laughs> yeah. right it's definitely not okay yeah, there's yeah. a way of how you drink responsibly yeah, yeah, and yeah. that was me drinking very irresponsibly yeah, yeah, which yeah. kind of made my situation even worse right, you right, know what right. i mean because you you were yeah. trying to escape from yeah from, i was really trying to escape thinking and you were in your head so much that you wanted to get away from it correct correct but thank god i found myself back and of course with the help of my my parents people around me my loved ones my friends and all these things basically mm. and most importantly i found myself back okay you know what i mean i looked okay. myself in the mirror a very good look in the mirror and i was like are you really happy with where you at man mm. like fuck no i was I'm like i'm assuming no. you're not looking at your body at this point like you're looking no, at overall definitely no okay yeah. okay <laughs> that's why i always tell people until now i've been training for 8 years yeah and 8 years has nothing to do with me looking how i look like physically at this point yeah, i do yeah, it yeah. because it's completely mental yeah it's yeah. completely mental and that's why i do what i do mm. because the physical part at this point you see because i'm natural as well i'm not really going to get huge at this point nothing is going to happen i'm 8 yeah, yeah. years in training i know for a fact i train today i'm going to look the same tomorrow yeah, yeah, nothing yeah. is going to happen that's yeah. the truth right yeah. but at the same time i'm doing it for my mental state mm. when mm. i train is when i pump my brain i get a little bit more happier my happy yeah. hormones are there i can think more i can do more i can dream and, more i can be more right and that and that sort of you figured out that that is the like that is one way to make yourself to steer yourself constantly in the right path yes and or in the path that you want basically yes, so that's, that's sort of like a formula for yourself train that, every day and yeah, all that that's that's my way of loving myself mm. that's yeah, why i realized that's way of, yeah, yeah 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 and I everyone has their their methods right correct correct okay, it doesn't have to be the same case for everybody everybody yeah. can't be if it's not for everybody that they will if they work out they, everything else will be great for them like no. some people it it works that way some people it doesn't yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. sorry you were saying something yes i was going to ask what about you Have you been depressed before? Or yeah. are you depressed right now? <laughs> like straight up. Okay, okay, straight up. I would say okay, it's a, a bit of a caveat here, uh, a bit of a disclaimer, that's the word. 
I can say that I am depressed now, but okay. To be honest, depression is something that someone it's, told yeah, me this. Because it's a it's a very big word, you know. It's a correct, heavy word correct, actually. Correct. Right? That's yeah, why I mentioned yeah. this now. I'm not clinically diagnosed with correct, it. Correct, correct. You know, that's uh, so cli- so that's you're supposed to be clinically diagnosed with it, mm-hmm. and that's when it's depression. Mm-hmm. So, but for the sake of this conversation, when we say okay, I've I am depressed or I have mm-hmm. been depressed, we're talking about what is our understanding of depression? Mm-hmm. Why do we think it's depression? Mm-hmm. And and I'm not someone who says that I'm depressed very mm-hmm. lightly. Yeah. You know, Same. I've always been very clear about that, and I'll come to that. But this is more like, okay, to my knowledge, obviously these days we have Google and all that stuff. I'm not mm-hmm. diagnosing myself, but I think I am. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it that way. Let's mm-hmm. keep it to I think I am. Okay, okay I don't want to very factually say I am. Okay, fair. that that I leave it to the experts, yeah. right? Um, but someone recently uh replied to one of my status on Instagram mm-hmm. and said, "Diagnosis, you are you are a major clinic, some major something depression." <laughs> I was like. Okay, thank you, doctor. I didn't ask for the <laughs> diagnosis, but thanks, I guess. Because <laughs> I posted about uh, something that was uh, a way, something uh-huh. I was feeling so, a certain way. I would say, for the first time, okay, for the for the very first time in my life, yeah, I am genuinely, I think I'm genuinely going some form of depression. Okay, and this and I and here here this this is where I this is where I come from. I don't think ever in my life up until so I'm 28 now. This mm-hmm. is 2023. Up until 2022, mm-hmm. I have never I don't I've never been anywhere close to being depressed. Mm. Or basically being sad but in a constant loop of sadness. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, and I've not really been that sad for mm-hmm. that longest time. So mm-hmm. maybe I was I mean thank 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 thankful to a lot of people in my life. Uh, maybe I've been blessed with a more mm-hmm. peaceful life moving uh, so far. I have been sad. You know for things like okay back in uh, high school like yeah. I like this girl and then mm-hmm. you know she then we broke up and then I was sad for a while you know I made a short film out of it and stuff like that mm-hmm. those are you know small things yeah. you know you're that's not that's not that's nothing come with depression I've always been I've always been someone who recognized myself as someone who is happy okay like my my default state is happy like and and I've always told myself that I need to be happy in order to function mm-hmm. and I, and I have seen people very close to me where their default state is not happy mm-hmm. they have they are by default depressed they do have moments of happiness mm-hmm. but because of their life their upbringing their everything they are they are sort of like an ongoing loop of being depressed mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. when they when they return to normal it is usually a version of being depressed a, a, a level of depression mm-hmm. when they are happy that is the out of norm mm-hmm. okay the last one week i was actually quite happy That is their norm, but for me, no. My norm has always been happy. Okay. Now and then, I get stressed, extremely stressed, extremely um, sad about something or worried about something, and I get a bit of anxious, uh, you know, anxiety about. For example, when I started doing my business, you know, your business, your your income can be up and down, and some yeah. some months when it's down, I get extremely anxious, mm-hmm. and then that leads to a lot of stress, mm-hmm. and that leads to me being not being able to function well in my relationship and mm-hmm. in with my family and all that. Those would be my um not the uh, those would be my now and then moments once in a while i get those and i go through the anxiety and all that mm-hmm. stuff but because i recognize myself as someone who's genuinely have to be happy and mm-hmm. i and i work so hard for it i try so hard to just bring me back bring mm-hmm. myself back to that position of being happy and mm-hmm. being content in life mm-hmm. so i will fight it fight it fight it fight it fight it i will solve the issue that i have as as i'll go at it as um Uh, what's the word as uh, aggressively as i can mm-hmm. to solve the thing that is making me feel like shit mm-hmm. so that i can return to my normal way 
in the last one year or so, obviously, as most of you guys know, I went through. I've I've I'm. I've gotten divorced or I'm getting a divorce and I've gotten through a major relationship thing. Mm-hmm. And this is my first major relation, like a breakup as well. Mm-hmm. Like I've not had like serious relationship and breakup previously or whatever. This is my first time going through it. Mm-hmm. And also it's not just, obviously it's not just a relationship. It's, mm-hmm. it's a divorce. And then that, with that comes family and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. I've talked about this in the, in one of our previous episodes. So I'm not going to dwell too much into that. Mm-hmm. F- with that for the first time i've re- realized of course i was sad mm-hmm. okay you put the sad aside you put the grief aside yeah at one point i thought i was over it not to say over it completely you know mm-hmm. you know you do think of certain mm-hmm. memories and this and that you get back but at one point i thought okay i have i have done everything that i wanted to do i've announced it to the world because mm-hmm. that's w- there was a very important step in my life i mm-hmm. have to announce it to the world because my relationship was so pri- uh, so uh, online so public all that stuff and this, 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 I've moved to a new place, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. I've made steps into, you know, um, going into the next. And I thought, and some po- for, a, for a while, it was completely fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't cry about it every night again mm-hmm. as I used to, all that stuff. I had like a good month or so when I felt like, you know mm-hmm. what, I can function. I can go about, I can move on. I have my I have my work to focus on. And then like a month down the road, then came another sort of wave of me just feeling mm-hmm. like disabled. Like every single time, my thoughts go back to, you know, my that relationship that ended. Yeah. You know, it, it could it could be it's not just because oh I missed the person or anything like that. Mm-hmm. To be honest, that was the least of it. The most most of it was all the fact that oh my god, this ended. Yeah. You know, my life changed. I mm-hmm. never expected to be in this position. I mm-hmm. never expected I'll I'll do this. I'll have to do this to my parents. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always made my parents. You know, by the, by traditions. By the traditions of uh, in an Indian Asian lifestyle, I've always made them proud, step yeah. by step. I graduate, you know, like you know, you get all A's yeah. for SPM, yeah. then you graduate, then you get a job, mm-hmm. and you tell your parents, "Hey, I'm getting paid." Mm-hmm. You get your you you, for example, buy a car and this and that. I've always and then I got married, so I've always done the traditionally the 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 the, the, the benchmarks that you set <laughs> to you know to yeah. make your parents proud. And then when I had to go back and say i'm getting a div- i have mm-hmm. to get i want to get a divorce that's a huge thing that affects you and family and everything yeah. and i've had so much even though i'm at peace with the decision on why i have to do it i have so much guilt that i had to do it yeah that i had so much guilt that i had to throw a lot of relationships into disarray mm-hmm. you know the, the, the dynamics of my family has mm-hmm. changed you know um a lot of things has changed the dynamics within my friends have changed mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah I still have amazing people around me, but I was like, shit, something I did mm-hmm. messed up a lot of things, mm-hmm. you know. But f- so that sort of made me feel like shit again and again. And I was like, I've already, I felt, I thought I've already dealt with this. Mm-hmm. I've already spoken to my parents all I want to speak. I've already apologized to them mm-hmm. as much as I want to and all that stuff. We are in a great, we are in a good space and I know they are at a good place as well and all that. I go back every week. Everything is sorted, but this feeling still keep coming back. And that, mm-hmm. for, the, for the first time, is when I experience it is not a problem for me to solve and then it is done and then move on. Yeah, There is a lot of, um, I don't know what you call it, there's a lot there that even though you think it's a problem, that as a problem you've solved it and you've already put steps into mm-hmm. moving forward into the next s- things, it is not over. 
mm-hmm. it is still coming back to haunt yeah. me. It is still coming back, and yeah. I have sleepless nights sometimes. Not yeah. every night, but I have sleepless nights. Yeah, just thinking about the same thing, and and it's the new thing for me. And I'm mm-hmm. very frustrated sometimes because I'm like, I thought yes, I knew this was something that affected me, but I thought yeah. I addressed it. I thought I've sorted this out. Yeah. I thought I spoke to the people involved. It's like being guilty about doing this to my parents. I've apologized to them, mm-hmm. you know, multiple times. Yeah. Even even when they didn't ask for it. Yeah. You know, but why does it keep coming back? And that's for, and that's when for the first time I realized, this is not just me being sad or stressed mm-hmm. or anxi- anxious about mm-hmm. one issue. Mm-hmm. This is something major has happened in my mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. and that has thrown my life off course to a certain extent. Yeah. As much as I'm bringing it back into my control. There's a lot of grief. There's a lot of stuff that is around yeah. there that is it's not yeah. going to easily go away. But yeah. this was just one side of it. On another side, something that I've never really shared much about, and I don't want to share too much about. Well, keep it very brief. Is that work-wise, my business-wise, you know this personally yeah. as a friend, but work-wise, business-wise, it has not been the most greatest year for me in mm-hmm. the last one and a half years. Mm-hmm. For the first time, I experienced negative mm-hmm. growth in my mm-hmm. business and work. Mm-hmm. And and it, and and for the first time, you know, business and all that declined. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was at a spot where at some points I was financially like I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I had to, you know, I had to let let go some of my mm-hmm. stuff. I think this has been up up there in my in my social media and all that. I had to let go some of my stuff, and that mm-hmm. those are personal re- connections you've had with people mm-hmm. because of financial issues and mm-hmm. this and that. And thank God to this day. You know, obviously, there's no issues with me mm-hmm. eating and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But you know, business-wise, uh, there's a lot of there has been lo- there was a lot of financial issues as well. And this happened almost at the same time that the whole divorce thing yeah. happened. Okay. So the thing that I thought is that I can focus on my work. Mm-hmm. My relationship has sort of you know something like this happened. Now I can focus on my work. Yeah. But work-wise, it wasn't the greatest there. It yeah. wasn't as normal as it used yeah. to be. And yeah. suddenly, I found myself in like nothing about that I know about my life is the same anymore. Yeah. I have two major That's pillars tough, of my man. life. That's really tough. Relationship, actually. yeah, yeah, and work, yeah. Both of this has yeah. dynamic, drastically changed, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I don't recognize it anymore. Yeah. yeah, my relationship status and all that, I don't recognize it anymore. Mm-hmm. My work life has been completely thrown into a different sort of thing mm-hmm. that I'm still trying to now figure out what exactly is yeah. my thing. Yeah, and Damn. that shift in identity of what I do on a day to day is what I think has caused me. Uh, is why I think I am at this point. Depressed per se is because I don't know what I am about anymore. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. I know it's heavy. Well, no, I know no, it took no, a while to sort of. Yeah. Give me your hand, man. Yeah, touch my hand. Man. Yeah, no, no, hold my hand. Thanks for sharing, bro. There's a Thanks lot. Thanks for sharing. Okay, as well, that's. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but no, but for real, though, okay. Mm. Um, we're sharing our stories because maybe some of you guys can relate. Everyone has their yeah, own issues, yeah. right? It can yeah. be as you know different different kind of scales to it. Yeah. And yours is huge as well. Like it's huge. Mm-hmm. It's huge in your life. You feel like fuck. Like everything's ending everything i've built up is just yeah, collapsing yeah. within that moment itself mm. and even for me i felt like that too in terms yeah. of what i was doing and all that and i've come to a point in my life i also realized like i really believe in this uh, which is the law of attraction mm-hmm. which is the energy you give out is one thing but the energy you have within yourself itself yeah. if that makes sense the change always starts from within you and that's how i look at things now yeah. and, I, and i always have before this as well until i went through like my very dark black hole of a pit that I was okay. in you know and maybe maybe you are in that pit right now as yeah, well right? yeah yeah and having the right people around you is actually everything 
That's True. one. One hundred percent. Yeah, because yeah. the people who really care about you will be there for you. They will mm. give you like a helping hand, mm. a little bit here and there. But at the end of the day, you need to be willing to help yourself. Obviously. Um, before anyone else around you can actually really help yeah, you. Yeah. Right. I think that's one. It's like a it's like a hole, right? And then you're at the bottom. Of yeah. It. They can put in their hand and say yes. here, but you have to get up and reach out for yes, the hand. Yes, correct. First, uh, so the know, fact you that, that you that. need to get up itself takes a lot of correct. energy for a lot of yeah, people out yeah. there, right? That's one. Number two is your direction in life, and I mm. believe we all actually have a very straight direction in whatever we want to do. Yeah. Uh, things happen in between, which kind of kind of just takes you off course for a while. Yeah. But once you find yourself back, eventually you will get back into the direction to go to where you're supposed to, anyways. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the yeah. unfortunate part is a lot of people when they kind of go off course, they never come back in. Mm. They kind of go very far. They start drifting out, right? Yeah. Yeah. And people start um, like resulting towards uh, alcohol, yeah. drugs. Uh, for guys could be women, mm. you know, or for women could be guys. Um, any form of addiction that they can find Correct. and they stick to it, and that's Correct. when it becomes like a very downward spiral, and yeah. they never come out of it, right? Yeah. So uh, right now, first of all, I need to let you know this mm. as a friend and as a brother, I'm here for you. Same okay. here, man. Yeah, thank Same you. Here. Thank you. You have been there, okay? Yeah. You, Joshua, my other close friends, my parents, yeah, yeah. and all that, which has been absolutely amazing. Yeah. So you guys out there, please, first things first, whoever's mm. around you, understand this. People might look okay on the outside. Yeah. yeah. You know, especially we're on social media and correct, all that. People correct, always correct. assume you're fine. Truth be told, most of the time maybe we are. Yeah, yeah. I and and, and let me let, sorry, I call yeah. the point. The I am okay. It's not like I'm you know in sitting in my yeah, house crying yeah. every day. Correct. For the most part, I am okay. Yes. But there are I moments. I know I am not like I used to be. Yeah, you know, you know? what I mean. Motivation mm. to get motivation, do something. What used to be this e- this hard now it's this hard. Yes, correct. you know, you know. Yes. To, when I get demotivated, usually I'm like back the next day mm-hmm. now it takes me an entire week to Correct. get back into it Correct. simple tasks feel much harder to do so yes. those are the things that makes me realize mm-hmm. it's depression because mm-hmm. if I'm sad and I'm grieving mm-hmm. I had that stage uh-huh. and I'm done with that yes. stage where and that's I know I'm just grieving right that's now. amazing actually, Correct. You know? yeah. this is the part where you now try to love life mm-hmm. back again mm-hmm. you now try to give yourself mm-hmm. that fire again mm-hmm. and it doesn't come as easy mm-hmm. and continue your okay career, i forgot what my point <laughs> i'm was. so but sorry no it's okay it's yeah, okay yeah. i wanted the to comment i'm gonna that bash I, you for that again correct no because <laughs> i wanted to i wanted to um clarify that as much as that that story was uh-huh. deep and dark uh-huh. it is not you know i'm not like you know sitting and crying uh-huh. every day understand, you know, understand. Could come off that okay day. i'm gonna ask you this then okay so right now basically it sounds like this was your biggest or your lowest your lowest moment your entire life was basically happened in the last one and a half years. Last yes. one and a half years, yeah. Yep, yep. So, uh, since your lowest point and to where you are right now, mm. do you feel you've made any form of progress? Oh, definitely. Okay, that's amazing. Definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- that's why I said it, that we used to be like the grie- like grieving used to be th- is that mm-hmm. lowest point mm-hmm. and shit mm-hmm. happens and you're grieving. Mm-hmm. You're just you you're not functioning yeah. at all. I'm definitely yeah. not there. Okay, that's that's good to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really good and, to hear. And 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 like you said, for the, one of the reasons has been. I think I think you know how much you have also been part of the reason as yeah, well because yeah. unfortunately both of us were somewhat in the same boat around yeah. the same time. Yeah. When it came to the, the whole, timing, the timing. When it came to the it's whole a, relationship, it's a, it's a Virgo thing. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> and and obviously you, but also all of my other friends as well, and yeah. my family as well. Like the amount of things that happened, they were also very very sad. Of course. But at the same time, they found the energy to also be there for me yeah knowing that i'm having it obviously yeah. worse than them yeah. but they are also going through yeah. shit because of this you know yeah. because it involves family as well so i have to genuinely mm-hmm. thank i i'm very very grateful that i have my family mm-hmm. as well and my friends mm-hmm. of course but as my family as well to sort of fall back mm-hmm. on 
you know, at like your worst yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I want to ask you this next question. Mm. I think this is something a lot of people can relate. I think mm. those who are normally feeling this, whatever I'm about to bring up right now, mm. have you ever been in a position because you said like you see your family is there for you, your yeah, friends are yeah. there for you, and all that, right? Mm. Have you been in a room where the people you love most are there for you, but you still feel so alone? Mm. I. I know that feeling. Mm-hmm. I used to have that mm-hmm. last time for other reasons, not not the topic we're talking about. But as of now, um, not really, not really, because mm-hmm. I think um, I have been very with the because my the, the the room that you talk about for me it's very very small small number of people, mm-hmm. and because it's a small number of people, most of those people know to the depths of how I feel. Mm-hmm. If I'm if it's someone that I cannot share. In uh, my true depth, deepest feelings, mm-hmm. I usually don't keep them in that room. Okay, and therefore the people in that room is usually people who, who I I I I feel I feel, I feel like all these I generally feel these people around me. I don't feel lonely per se. Okay. But what I have done also is that throughout because when I realized that okay I am why I realized I'm depressed and all that, throughout this journey there has been a lot of moments when. So we are talking about a metaphorical room, mm-hmm. but there's been a lot of moments when physically in mm-hmm. real life, I've just wanted to be alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've, I know. I've, that's one of the reasons why I live alone now. Yeah. When the whole thing happened, I could mm-hmm. have gone back and live with my parents, yeah. but I realized that I need some time alone. Yeah. You need that to space. go through this journey. Yes. I need moments when I don't yes. have people around me. Yes. It could be the best of friends. It could be the my yeah. my family who's the greatest. I need my so. At any moment that I felt alone, it was because I chose to be okay. because I wanted to go mm-hmm. through that moment mm-hmm. by myself. But yeah. not yeah. But have you? What about you? Have you felt yeah, that? Yeah, like as well? all the time. Last time, all mm. the time actually. Okay. Um, to a point after that, it okay for me personally. I I'm very well aware of like, like my strengths and my weaknesses. Okay. If that makes sense. I'm an overthinker. I okay. overthink a lot. I get anxious very easily as well. Like I said, my emotions are pretty big. You know, so when I'm happy, I'm extremely mm. happy. When mm. I'm sad, I'm extremely sad. Yeah. Uh, when I'm angry, I could be angry, lah. I'm not too sure. I try to be quite a chill guy, you know. And uh, <laughs> I've seen you angry. Uh, very very rarely, my very patience rarely. level is yeah, extremely yeah, high. Yeah. You or know? you control it well. You don't show it. Yeah, you know, I just show it in the gym. Cause dude, yeah. if I'm angry, I bench 40 kilos just to let you know. <laughs> just to let you know. But no, I'm man flexing is PR. <laughs> I'm just kidding, you know. Mm. Uh, but 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 uh, I'm very well aware of that, yeah. you know. And whenever I'm down. I tell myself it's okay. I'll be just down for a while. It's mm. fine. Uh, I'll just do what I need to do to mm. actually just help myself to improve. And what I mean by that is like I know what I need to do at this point. Yeah. If I am sad, I will just basically listen to my music. Okay. I'll hit the gym. I will start doing some things that I watch on YouTube. Okay. And I watch a lot of like uh, financial stuff. Mm. Um, some a lot of um, what do you call that? Spiritual stuff. Not okay. specifically spi- spiritual, like like spiritual, but more yeah. of like understanding like why people do this, like you know mm. what's life about and stuff like that. Yeah. Understanding your yeah. purpose and all. My strengths is more of like okay, if I'm feeling good, okay, this is the the day where I tackle down my goals times ten. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I make use of that energy I have as well. But I've come to a point where I have a lot of self control now. Okay, uh, I used to have a lot of uh, guilty pleasures, like for example, like um, alcohol was one. Watching porn is another. There's a whole different topic, lah. Yeah, porn yeah, addiction yeah. is something yeah, I would yeah, really yeah. want to talk about. Because it gives you that, dop- that yeah, dopamine, that, that, that dopamine feeling, that euphoric feeling, and all this. Yeah, things, right? yeah. It's all just a very quick fix. Correct. Right. Correct. Uh, so all these quick fixes and all that. But I've come to a point. I have a lot of self control now. I've taken control of my thoughts. Mm. That's why I always tell people this. I've been responding to a lot of DMs. A lot of people nowadays I notice specifically after COVID, they've been really sad. That's mm. one. 
uh, of course, financial issues is one of the biggest things. Yeah, financial issues. Yeah, financial issues is huge, specifically this year. Yeah, interest rates going up, inflation going up, all these things. Yeah, that's one. Another thing is also because we all as human beings, and I notice this as you get older, your mind and your thoughts are so much more complex. Mm. Okay, it's so much more complex. You look at it like this. I had a conversation with a doctor once before, my friend Sharma. He said this: when you're a child, and when you're in a clinic, for example, yeah, when you're about to get like an injection, you will cry. Yeah. instantly because you're scared, right? But then how you make the child cry, like stop crying immediately after, you just give him a sweet, mm. a lollipop, he's okay or okay. she's okay, exactly. right? Because their, their thoughts is, they don't go so complex. It's a, either like happy or sad. Yeah. There's no in between like, oh, that's why I'm not going to say no kids are depressed, no. Yeah. But I'm just saying it's not as complex. Yeah. As you get older, your thought process gets so much, much more, more complex. complex. You start overthinking about this, that, this, that. You start going branches, sub-branches and stuff like that, it's right? Like yes, but no. Yeah, but then but if this, this then that. if how, then yeah. why, then this, right? So yeah. you start having all these things. So that's when I realized, okay, I'm that kind of person. Okay. So I'd rather use that force that I have into the good that I can do. Yeah. When it starts going spiral and it gets bad, that's when I have that self-control. Like, okay, hey, calm down, tone down. Mm. Listen to your music a bit. Go and have your good food if you need to. Mm. Relax a bit. Chill out a bit. And then after that, you get yourself back up. And that's yeah. what I do right now, honestly speaking. And that has helped me tremendously, actually. Yeah. Yeah. You know, And that's why I always tell people this one thing. Like I was saying, just now I reply my DMs. And a lot of people are sad. I always say the same thing to most people, which is, you can't really control what's happening around you. Correct. You know, your surrounding, which is what I said, external, right? You cannot control it. Let's just say even if you're in a relationship and someone leaves you, as unfortunate as it is, you cannot control it. You cannot force that person to love you. Whatever that person's reason is to leave you, they've made their choice. Mm. If they leave, they leave. Yeah. You want to be sad about it, you can. But one thing you can control is how you respond to it. Yeah. Right. So it's, that is internal. The way you respond, your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions. Of course, yeah. it's easier said than done. But when you come to a point where you're very well aware of just how you function as a human being, you can take control of that particular situation already. Mm. And the mm. way you respond to that after that will literally put you in a position whether you're going to do really good or you're going to go down through a very bad downward spiral. You know, Get That's it. the whole alcohol thing I had. Yeah, because yeah, I yeah. could have controlled it, but I chose not to. I yeah. chose to fuck it up and just, you know, just... Correct, correct. Just, <laughs> and I think, I think what it is also is that as you get more mature and mm-hmm. as you learn life a little bit more and as you maybe go through more shit, like for example, you, I think based on your story, you have gone through what you think is depression. We'll, mm-hmm. again, we'll pre- no, we'll, I, I wouldn't say we'll it's depression, it. depression. Yeah, yeah. I we would will, never we say We will it. term it like that, right? Yeah. Uh, for the sake of the topic, for the sake of the conversation. Uh, do you, is, that, is that a way you would describe it? I would say it was just a, an extreme infinite loop of sadness. Mm. The only reason why I say depression, I had this one friend, his client actually. Mm-hmm. He, he was a doctor. Mm. And I told him, he was the first person I actually opened up to. Okay. You know, The first person. This was in 2020. 2020, right before COVID mm. lockdown. Uh, he told me, okay, I'm going to ask you some questions that we actually learned in medical school. Yeah. And he asked me some questions. He brought the book. Uh, he asked me some okay. psychiatric uh, questions. And he said, okay, based on your response to the few things I asked you, mm. You have mild depression. That's what he told me. Okay. I was never clinically diagnosed. He was still a medical student anyways, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, but to yeah. me personally, I never considered myself as depressed. Mm. I always just considered myself as extremely sad and mm. just lots of like strong waves of very strong yeah. emotions. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, hits yeah. you hard. Yeah. You know what Some, I mean? Yeah, I also think sometimes it's 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 the lack of emotions sometimes can also be something I yeah. would say I don't know whether that's termed under depression, but for me, I always I feel like when I was extremely sad, I somehow was okay. Because in my mind, I was like, okay, right now, this just happened. You are sad. You are grieving. And 
do it it's okay you don't have to do all the other stuff mm-hmm. it's okay be sad mm-hmm. cry mm-hmm. do all the things you mm-hmm. need to do sulk mm-hmm. sit in the sit in the house and do nothing fine but when that stage is over and then you get to a stage where you okay you are okay you're not crying you're not mm-hmm. grieving but then you come to a point of but i'm not really genuinely happy as well mm-hmm. it's not content something mm-hmm. at the back of my mind is still that feeling is the feeling that throws me off mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. and that's when i realize okay this is not sadness anymore yeah. this is something else and that's when i realize okay maybe again people who are experts here might might can can probably come in and 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 help us sort of yeah. you know not to say diagnosis because that's your job that you would you have to do professionally but you know maybe they could sort of shed a clear light but one of the things i mean sort of going back to one of my earlier points is that when you say right it's how you choose to respond to it yeah right 100% the thing is not the idea is not to realize okay this is happening the idea is not to figure out how do i make myself happy yeah. you know the idea is to realize that okay this is what's happening and this is how i am feeling and <clears throat> it is justified for me mm-hmm. to feel this way mm-hmm. and so i'm not going to beat myself up yeah. over it Yeah. I am feeling this way because of this. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of t- so a lot of times some people feel like one of the reasons a lot of people are so this thing is because they don't know why they feel a certain way. Yeah. But if you tune into yourself well enough, yes. If you if you pay attention to yourself well enough, yes. You can always go back to that root cause yeah. or the root causes of why you feel certain yeah. ways. Correct. Sometimes it 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 requires a level of extreme honesty with yourself. Mm-hmm. sometimes request a level of extreme honesty with yourself yeah. when when and i'll be very blunt with this when i sometimes these days i still feel you know um let's say i, I get moments where i feel very extremely sad or i feel like that that depressed depressed feeling in quotation marks as we don't want to professionally term it about let's say my the relationship that ended i think to myself okay it ended mutually as i've obviously said and i at that time i was at peace with that decision mm-hmm. so why is it suddenly bothering me again mm-hmm. so much now and then as i keep going through it going through it, going through it i had to break that level that 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 gate that i had which took extreme honesty from me mm-hmm. in my to myself to open that gate up and then go in further and realize that there was this moments this moments this moments like a year or two before the whole divorce thing even mm-hmm. happened where I did this mm-hmm. that made my partner feel this mm-hmm. that I did that that made my partner feel that mm-hmm. that I could have done this mm-hmm. but I didn't mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. made my partner feel that It sounds like you're mentally abusing yourself mm. like no. self blaming Yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah. It, it, but it, 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 I I see that as a necessary mm-hmm. process mm-hmm. because I'm not blaming myself mm-hmm. but because I was so I was so stressing out about why do I feel this way mm-hmm. I feel you know this was some decision I made with mm-hmm. peace and I know to this day it was the right decision But why do I still feel sh- like shit? Mm-hmm. So I had to give myself that honesty and say maybe because okay go back go back even further mm-hmm. there are certain things mm-hmm. that you did wrong yeah. that you should have done you should have been better. Mm-hmm. I can forgive myself for mm-hmm. it. In a, in a, I mean I am I had to identify all this in order to then start forgiving myself mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. Only when I sort of individually start looking back at each of it yeah. I can be like now this is why mm-hmm. I feel like this this yeah. this. Yeah. Now I know how I need to start I'd feel better about this. I need to slowly forgive myself for each of this. If in any of this I feel like I owe my ex-partner an apology, mm-hmm. then I grab my phone and I go and text them mm-hmm. an apology. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm saying this as an example, not yeah. to say about it. I'm saying as an example, 
sometimes it requires sometimes we we hide our thing behind a veil of yeah cuz you don't want to go back and blame yourself for things yeah. cuz you think you'll feel worse you sometimes just put a gate and just hide it and then now you're just you feel like shit but you don't know why yeah. because you're hiding behind that gate yeah. you know so sometimes you need extreme honesty with yourself to open yes. that gate 100% and and, and be and you, it's okay to be critical of yourself yes. if you're if you're very clear that your the idea is to fix yourself mm-hmm. okay my But, idea is that okay i'll figure out why i went wrong because not because of anything else but because i need to start forgiving myself for everything mm-hmm. i i did do i yeah. did do mistakes in my in my past whether i whether, whether knowingly or not knowingly yeah. i need to start forgiving myself for it yep. if i want to eventually get better yeah yeah 100% yeah. even for yeah. myself as i've made mistakes in the past 6 mm-hmm. years ago 7 mm-hmm. years ago stuff like that small things here and there you yeah. know what i mean but it's more of like like i said because i would blame myself yeah. i had to accept it mm-hmm. acknowledge it and start forgiving myself Correct. and if there's another person involved yeah f- of course you know you have your apology towards yeah. that person as yeah. well but that self forgiveness is everything because yeah. a lot of people tend to abuse themselves blame mm-hmm. themselves uh, i'm not good enough blah 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 and stuff like that you see mm-hmm. and this happens a lot with other people out there as well like you see like our problems right now mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. or maybe in your case is because of the relationship yeah. the divorce and all that right yeah. mine is more of like it was never really relationship based yeah, 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 it yeah, was yeah. more of like internal in my head correct, like okay correct, this correct. and this and this right and people other people have issues such as uh, money is an issue for mm-hmm. example and that's mm-hmm. a huge issue for some people it could be they have all the money in the world but mm-hmm. somehow they just don't get the love that they want from their partner or from mm-hmm. their family or yeah. from their parents for example that's a very common thing as well yeah. Yeah. And for me personally that's when I realized okay um I started just being grateful for the little things. Okay. For example like I've just got two hands and two legs and I've got two eyes that I can see mm-hmm. because some people don't have that as well, true, right? True. I have food on the table. I'm very grateful for that as well. I have a roof on my head. I'm very mm. grateful for that. These are the moments where I actually remind myself about things like this when I am at my lowest or when I start feeling like really sad again, you know? And at the same time, I'm not just saying just be grateful. No, you can always aim for more bigger things, strive high, do yeah. what you got to do as well at the same time. But counting your blessings, I think personally, uh, can go a very long way, yeah, yeah. right? It yeah. is not to say just because you have all this great stuff yeah. so you shouldn't be sad. It's yeah. more like when when you are when your head is full of what is going wrong mm-hmm. it is nice to sort of di- redirect yes, it to what is going right. right yes let's look at what's going right exactly. and let's try to let's try to extract some happiness yes. and satisfaction out of it is you just redirecting your thoughts yeah. because the yeah. more negative your thoughts get the yeah. more negative you whatever you yeah exactly you, you know that loop. Yeah, and yeah, i told yeah. this to someone recently i sent a dm as well out to mm. someone someone asked me like bro how do you stay so positive mm. i'm a very optimistic person that's mm. just how i am yeah. but i told him this one thing you try this out and see when you wake up in the morning wake up with positive thoughts mm. so what i mean by that the moment you wake up a lot of people be like ah oh, shit i have to go to work mm. the the first thing in your head itself is negative yeah. your whole day is affected already Correct. the moment you wake up it's like oh fuck another day i'm grateful to be alive time for me to go kill my shit and do what i got to do mm. your whole thought process will change yeah. and then whatever you do throughout the day that energy will follow with you yeah. if that makes sense you see True. it's the small things like that that has helped me a lot actually Correct. long way and and sometimes it's hard to just say okay i'm just going to switch be great yeah. be extremely excited sometimes it's I find I I do this might work for some people might not work for some people. I wake up and sometimes I feel like oh, okay you know I got mm-hmm. this and this and that blah blah blah. I just the first thing that I think about is okay obviously I don't want to think about all the things that make me feel like oh shit. I try to think of what is that one thing that makes me feel excited as hell. Mm-hmm. It could be the most smallest thing. Mm-hmm. It could literally be there's a man you know because I'm a Man United fan there's a Man United match later mm-hmm. tonight. Okay no matter mm-hmm. what I'm looking forward to that. 
So I tried to put that. I'm gonna. I know you're gonna. You want to make fun of me. You're a Chelsea fan, so you better shut up. <laughs> I was gonna say it's been a it's been a tough past decade for you, but <laughs> yeah. So that's I mean that's an example that I haven't been able to use very often. Just last, because they the went last. to the FA Cup final now, they can use already. Uh, yeah, but but sometimes genuinely these days it's sometimes I have like because I I just mentioned you know business mm. and financially there's a lot of stress. And you know, sometimes I wake up with like, oh, this bill is due, that mm. bill is due. You mm. know, you know things that you go through as a business person and all that. But sometimes I'm like, you know what? I'll check the notification later. But for now, I'm just excited because I I'm excited for my breakfast. Because mm. I genuinely enjoy yeah. my 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 current breakfast based on the diet, which is like in the mornings I have like a tea and eggs, mm-hmm. and I do. And it's not just the food; it's the 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 entire uh, experience because I do that and I sit down yeah, here yeah, yeah, and I yeah, watch yeah, TV yeah. and yeah. at that moment usually I don't really get in, I don't really sometimes you message I know what me you are you coming to gym I don't even reply to you you fucking <laughs> bitch now I know the truth sometimes sometimes <laughs> I reply but sometimes yeah. like, I just want that peaceful uh-huh. like fifteen minutes uh-huh. or twenty minutes where I'm just mm-hmm. watching something on it, TV I get it I get it I get it and what I do is what is my day about mm-hmm. what do I want to be excited about mm-hmm. and I just put something on TV mm-hmm. and so and it's very insignificant it's mm-hmm. just a 15 minute breakfast mm-hmm. that I sit down and I watch something that mm-hmm. I'll probably forget about later that day mm-hmm. but because that keeps me excited I just think about that first mm-hmm. and I start my day with that first and doing all that gives a sense of a tiny sense of happiness a bit of a you know like your dopamines and whatever yeah. hormones that gives you a bit of happiness mm-hmm. and you know when you relax and do that so I start my day off with something that I absolutely enjoy doing yeah you know And then I go ahead and do whatever else that I have to do. That maybe I dreaded throughout mm-hmm. the rest of the day or yeah. whatever stuff like But that. That's a very good way to look yeah, at it as yeah, well. Yeah. So sometimes people will be, oh, I have to get up and go study and go to yeah. school or college or go to work. Try to take an extra thirty minutes before that mm-hmm. and start the day with something that you absolutely yeah. enjoy doing. And that one really varies with everyone. Correct, that's why correct, some correct. people say wake up, do meditation, for example. Mm-hmm. Some people say wake up, go for a jog, for example. Like for me, it's just waking up with a positive thought. For example, mm. so it really varies with everyone. You got to find your groove, basically. Yeah, that's yeah. when your self awareness kicks in. Yeah, like yeah. you know your thing. For you, you're very well aware. Mm. Fuck, you get your eggs and your tea in. You don't reply my text. You're really good to go. <laughs> that's that's, that's <laughs> the best. That's a perfect start to the right, day. Right, eggs and, and tea and eggnog. <laughs> exactly right, which is absolutely insane. You yeah, know, yeah, but that yeah. well, that's some that's some yeah, good yeah. stuff actually. Correct. You know? Yeah, we talk. That is obviously about you know waking up with a thing, but that yeah. doesn't obviously solve depression and whatever. It doesn't. It doesn't. But it's the smallest of things. You know, and it really varies. for everyone like i said correct. because we are no experts we're just sharing our stories what has helped us correct know? correct and the stories go a lot more detail but we have a time limit in the video yeah yeah at the end of the day see obviously yeah. um we are not here sitting down trying to explain yeah. how to get over do, stuff and because we will never claim we, we know how yeah. to we talk about our stories and how we've been coping with it yeah what you can take and from it maybe you can take from it by the way i'm not crying okay i have like sty eye Oh, so I, I, like I, that, 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 yeah. I don't know what. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> okay. knows that song? Hit, uh, put in the comments. Okay. Shall we go to IG? No, I was gonna say one more thing. Shit, the style, the style, I. Because you started singing, I got fucked in the head. You know, but. Jeez. Oh, I okay. I remembered actually. It has something to do with food. Okay. How many minutes have we in? We are 55 minutes in. 55. Okay, I'm not gonna talk about food. Why? Let's go I like food. <laughs> I don't think you like this part of the food that I'm gonna talk about. That's okay, why. That's but true, that's but true. yeah, okay. Let's let's go into the IG questions. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. So clearly, we're not gonna keep this episode under an hour. No, we're not. Okay. Uh, now I remember what I wanted to say. What? 
Uh, okay, it was not actually about food. Then? Sorry, my bad. The food was the next thought, actually. Okay. What I wanted to say is basically, we are not looking for sympathy here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah definitely yeah. not. Please, yeah. please, please. We are not looking for sympathy, okay? <laughs> you can see a smile on my face, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, but no, we're just sharing our stories, mm, okay? Mm, mm. Because there was one, one, one person on IG, mm. one person said, stop playing victim. Okay. So, and I post like some sad shit every here and then. Right. And I post like, for example, like, it's not even sad shit actually. Like for example, recently I posted like to all those who are uh, struggling out there, surviving, fighting your demons that keep doing you. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Someone just said, stop stop playing victim. I was like, what? <laughs> like how do you sit there and <laughs> judge? You don't even know me. You don't even know my life. You don't know the things I've gone through. Yeah. And you see based on one story, stop playing victim. You know what? You know? So are... I'm not looking for sympathy. Mm. I know people go through struggles like that. I've been in a struggle. I've had breakdowns. I've yeah. had mental breakdowns. I've sat in the car. I've cried. You've cried. Yeah. You've sleepless nights. All of these things. And I know I can't be the only one. Yeah. He knows he's not the only one. Tanish yeah. knows as well. So there's probably thousands or millions of Correct. you out there just like us as well, right? Yeah. So when I, when I put that out there it's in the hope of like, hey, you're not alone. Hold my hand. We'll go through this shit together. Yeah. All right? And Correct. Because the, the thing is, every, everybody is is very conditioned most of the time to show strength on social media, sh- yeah. show, to show the happy stuff on social media. Yeah. Of course, except except for Twitter being an exception where everybody right. is just de- tweeting depressive shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but most of the time that's for humor. Yeah. Um, we are we are, we are we are brought up to show that, and then as you grow up, you all realize that life is not that just that. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> yes. and 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 then we are like, okay, but it's not just me you're going through the same shit as exactly. well. Exactly. And sometimes, some people could genuinely be at a spot where they think, how the hell am I going to come out of this? If they ever at all see someone else going through something similar or something in a, you know, whatever, and they see that if that person can eventually be okay, I will mm-hmm. can be eventually okay also. Mm-hmm. Right on the day that you told me about your breakup, mm-hmm. the recent one, we were having that conversation and I was shocked and surprised mm-hmm. and all that. And I was very simple. I, I obviously as a friend I sympathized mm-hmm. you and but you told me in that within that conversation I'm fucked up right now mm-hmm. but I know I'll be okay yeah you know what I mean yeah. because obviously a lot of people have gone through that mm-hmm. but imagine if you think you're the only person who've ever gone through shit like exactly. that exactly you know, you're gonna think what the hell you feel like no like, one understands me like you never come I'm out alone of it. Yeah. you'll never come out of it and I always Correct. said I know I'll be okay that's why I said the whole depression story yeah, so yeah, yeah, I yeah. know I'll be okay from the, from the day one you've said I know I'll be okay and yeah. I've told you so I know yeah. I'll be okay how yeah. long it takes I don't know and that process we yes, don't know yes, but we know yes. we'll be okay and that's yes. the point that's the point yes yeah 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 we'll go to IG questions let's go to IG questions there's a lot of people who say these two guys who should clearly go for therapy but instead doing podcasts. Yeah. This, this is our therapy. This is our therapy. Or maybe we'll do both. Yeah, yeah, we start yeah. with podcasts first, try to earn some money from here or something <laughs> if we can, which we don't. <laughs> which and then take don't. that money we and then go to therapy or something <laughs> like that. I don't know, man. But you know, why why, why does it have to be, you know? <laughs> okay. Okay, IG questions. You want to do first? What's your IG question for this episode? Uh, For this episode, my IG question was basically like, are you going through depression? Mm. Uh, tell us a bit yes, of a story. What, yeah, tell us a bit of a story. Like, okay. what do you think is the cause? Yes, you, you guys know? heard our story. Let's hear some of your stories. Okay, let's start. Let's start. Okay, because yes. I have quite a lot, guys, and a lot of y'all shared some really interesting things. Mm. And because we did it through the NGL link, mm. and I'm so glad we did it. You know why? A lot of people were able to express themselves without being afraid, without being be afraid of like they'll be and judged that, right? and stuff like that, and they could just let it all out. Yeah, nice. just let it out. And nice. I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys probably felt a lot better after you let it out. I yeah. hope you did because I would have actually. Correct. When I read it, I actually felt a bit overwhelmed. Mm. I won't lie because like like fuck, a lot of people go through stuff, and yeah. I'm so glad we are doing this right now. This right. topic as well. So first thing, let's do it. Work burnout. I okay. work eighty hours a week. Eighty, yeah, eighty okay. hours a week, 
And it's never enough. My manager still thinks I'm not up to par and my friends slash family thinks I'm having the time of my life because I'm always out uh, and about traveling and exploring new things. People need to understand what they see in social media is just like 5%, second part. Mm. Uh, and sometimes we are all fighting our own struggles. It is okay if you don't acknowledge it, but don't demotivate someone when they say they are not feeling good by invalidating their emotions based on your views. This right. is a good example. He works his ass off, mm. but he takes his time off in a sense where like, okay, he, he works, it's, uh, okay, I, I don't know it's a he or okay, she. Yeah. Okay, it's a he or she works their asses off. Friends and family thinks they're having a good time just because they decide to go some traveling and all this yeah. because they post that part of their life in social media, yeah. right? On their Instagrams or TikToks or whatever. So what he's saying is like, just don't judge so quick. Just because mm. I put that stuff on social media doesn't mean I'm actually really happy. I'm struggling at work. Yeah. 80 hours a week. You, know, you don't know the effort dude. that goes in it. Even if you work seven hours, seven all seven days a week, which is mm-hmm. crazy in the first place, that's like 11 hours per day. Yes. For seven days non-stop? Yes, that's insane. You or if see? it's six, yeah, I just did my math. If it's six days, that's 13 hours. That's yeah, crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's why exactly, yeah. exactly we were telling them just now as well, right? Like, don't believe yeah. everything you see on Instagram or social medias and all. Yeah, you can believe it, but just maybe only the stuff mm. we want to show mm. you. Like this guy's a good and example. And work burnout is something that is usually very under... Um, it's underrated, bro. It's, under, <laughs> it's underrated. And, 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 and under, underestimated as, yes. as, as to how tough it can be for someone. Yeah. Because they think like, yeah, yeah, work burnout. At the end of the day, you get paid, right? Yeah. At the day you get paid, yes, okay, that's for you to survive, to live. Mm-hmm. Now, working is what you do in this fu- in this fuller's case. What ninety percent of his time? Yeah. Aside, f- if you put aside yeah. the sleeping time, yeah. If you if you're yeah. not enjoying what you're doing, ninety percent of yes. your time, no matter how much you get paid. Imagine how tough it is. Right? Yeah, it is exactly. not gonna be you know. Jeez. So, all the all the love to you. Kudos to you, bro. And or all girl, or girl. Yeah. You know what bruv is just a bruv non-sexual like a, term. Yeah, exactly. yeah, okay. okay, next one. Okay, I got every aspect of this. That's why I chose specific this okay, one. Okay. Right. Next one's body shaming. Okay. Okay. Okay, little background. I'm a F. I'm assuming F is female. Mm. Mid-20s. Used to be a fat kid, but kind of did got into shape in my late teens and early 20s. Okay. High metabolism, perhaps. But funny thing, I was always seen as a big person. And honestly, I got tired of being body shamed even when I was in shape. Okay. Right? Second part. So I did start feeling not being enlightened for the eyes of people. Then when COVID came, I had easily put up 20 kilos. Honestly, I did not want to lose it and I always uh, keep myself active. Mm. But it has been hard to lose weight and the amount of body shaming from family. Oh boy. Once I wore sleeveless tank top, not even crop top in bracket, and the amount of comments thrown, I just wish my own family members throw comments towards me. Fun fact, the body shaming in my life only occurs from family members. I wanted to bring this up because this is a very common thing. Mm. Specifically in the brown community. Yeah. I got, I've heard this a lot. I'm yeah. not sure about like the other Asians and all that. But with the brown community, family members tend to just throw their own family members down. Mm. Like beat them down just for their size, shape, whatever it is, right? Yeah, obviously maybe, you know, being bigger in size and all that. Maybe they are throwing it, throwing words in a sense where like, take care of yourself. Yeah. Which is, which is fair, okay? But... The words you use, mm. the way you do it, you can either mix, you can really belittle someone or you mm. can encourage someone with the way you say things. Correct. And this case scenario, when you belittle someone so much to a point when it comes to you from your family members, people closest to you, mm. it will affect you a lot. A lot. A lot. A lot of people, they think because we are family, they think obviously, they think, right? Obviously, you know I love you. Mm-hmm. That is, goes unsaid. I mean, goes yes. without saying. So then whatever I say, they think they can be harsher towards mm-hmm. someone uh, because they are family. Mm-hmm. 
if it is a stranger who is not their family, they will not not be that harsh to them. Mm-hmm. But they think they can be harsher to that person because they are family. family. Yeah. Now, when it comes to things like your body and all that, mm-hmm. you have to realize this. Somewhat, this person lives mm-hmm. with it twenty four seven. Exactly. That's you. That's yes. that's you. Your body. Mm-hmm. You can't escape from it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And there's a very there's a very nice way you go yeah. about it. There's yeah. a very careful way you yeah. go about it, because when the people that Like you said, when the people that matters the most to you mm-hmm. treat you like that or say mm-hmm. those words to you, it, it hits you so much yes, hard. Yes, and yes. people might think I'm only doing this. I'm trying to get it to a point where so that they will get it. Um, you know, they'll get mm-hmm. angry and they'll do something about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can, but do you follow it up with love? <laughs> you know, at some yeah. point you can say, "Hey, listen, uh, you are messing up." Okay, like, let's say if it's a weight thing, you've put on too much weight. This is unhealthy. You have to. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, you have the rights as a family member yeah. to do it, but follow it up after that with love and this and that. Yeah. Someone who feels like this is probably not getting that yeah. love. And from. and yeah. don't don't belittle someone. Correct. Two advice I give: one is to the people who does this, like mm. when they say stuff like this, right? Yeah. Just put it in very proper words. The mm. way you phrase something is everything. Yeah. You, know? Yeah. you know, that's one. And the person who's actually going through this as well, even if it's your family members or people outside, people will always talk. You cannot please everyone. Mm. So when people say things that is very negative or very negatively impactful towards your life, always treat it as noise. Just treat it as noise. You do you. It's your story, your life, your struggles. Only you know what you go through. Do what you got to do to just be the best version of yourself. The rest is all noise. And look f- at it like and that. find people who um, treat you the way you're supposed to be yes. treated. It doesn't have to be family. Sometimes yes, you know correct. you can you can seek the right people through yes, friends and stuff yes, like that yes. who will make you feel good about yourself. Yes. And the funny thing is, people like this, right? Sometimes let's say okay, they have some body um, issues. Let's say weight gain, this or that. If they get this kind of body mm-hmm. shame, eventually they could get to a point of whatever body that mm-hmm. they feel is okay, the yeah. others feel is okay, yeah. but they will still have a uh, lot of trauma and issue regarding their body because yeah. they are just conditioned that way growing yes. up yes. as they were body shamed. So yes. it's a, it's a very fucked up thing to do if your family you try to be better. Yeah, just do you. Your story yeah. matters. Just remember that. Okay. Yeah. All right, next one. Yes, I started getting depression after my SPM mm. because I got diagnosed of health issue, mm-hmm. got to do with skin. Okay. This made me overthink of everything, make me lose all my confidence in myself. Now I've made the first step overcoming the issue by going to the gym. Mm. Thank you, bro, for inspiring me. Oh, Aww. that's nice. Hey. That's nice. But what what I why I picked this one is also because the key word here is confidence. Mm. You know, he had a skin issue is one thing, but he lost his confidence because of his his skin issue. Yeah. Right. But he did something about it. Okay. He did something about it. He started having the confidence again. You know, and uh, that's why I loved about this one. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. Because yeah, I know yeah. some people go through. It could be anything. Some people have like uh, eczema, for example. I know some people get really insecure yeah, about stuff yeah. like this or pimples, acne. I've been getting a lot of DMs about, bro, what do you do for your skin? I don't know why. It's a bit <laughs> weird, guys. My skin is not good actually. To be honest with you, you know, <laughs> yeah, it looks like yeah, shit. Yeah, no, looks I'm like kidding. shit. No. <laughs> no, okay, it looks, but it looks fine. but but I see a lot of people are normally very insecure about things like that, and it's fine because yeah, it's your yeah. appearance, right? But. Treat yourself well in a sense where take care of yourself, eat well, sleep mm, well, yeah. drink lots of water. Things like this. Eventually, you will start to feel that self confidence just grow on you as well. Yeah, and then you'll be much better from there. And I and I think one thing is that like I said, he did mm-hmm. something about it. I he think, did something I think, about uh, it. Uh, the doing something is never mm-hmm. going to cure your depression, but it taking an action. Any kind of action mm-hmm. is always going to be the first step because yes. if you don't do anything at all, you're yeah. very likely to never really come out of it, exactly. or it take a very ex- extremely long time to come out of it. Yes. One of the reasons. We started this podcast. Mm-hmm. I I don't know about your motivation mm-hmm. behind it, but mm-hmm. my motivation because at that time I was not doing any content at all, mm-hmm. and content is my thing, is my life. And mm-hmm. if I don't, if I go a long time without making content, I actually do feel very uh, depressed because I'd be like, "What am I doing?" Mm-hmm. 
I'm supposed to make content. That's yeah. my thing, and that's what I want to do. But somehow, I'm not making anything. I'm not motivated to do yeah. anything. And so yeah. I wanted to do something that is, that will just kickstart me into content yeah, creation. Yeah, and I started this podcast. And that's yeah. when you said, "Hey, yeah, I'm interested yeah. in doing this yeah. also. So let's do yeah. it." And it has genuinely helped me a mm-hmm. lot. It has mm-hmm. kickstarted me back into the creation mm-hmm. process. And that is a, that goes a long way in making myself feel Shit, like I'm, I'm taking, glad. like I'm taking control back in yeah, my life. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love that. Take I love action, that. Do something. I yeah. Love that. yeah, yeah. Okay, next one. I'm literally crying every day for this. Mm. I just finished my SPM. Me thinking of life after SPM, this kind of depressing. Mm. Number one, need to stop being dependent. Number two, need to go into a different phase of life. Number three, scared to be an adult. Number four, pressure to choose the correct path. Mm. Maybe this is very normal, but in four, then he didn't finish it. I'm saying, but in for me, probably. He's okay. Wh- what, he no, can you read the number one, two, three, four again? Number need one? to stop being dependent. Okay. I think we all go through this. Yeah. Need to go into a different phase of life. Yeah. We all go through it. Mm. Scared to be an adult. Mm. We all go through it. Mm. Pressure to choose the correct path. Mm. We all go through it. And mm. this sounds exactly like, you know what I told you after my uni and yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I got yeah, a reason. Yeah, yeah. So I could relate to it very well when he said this. And after SPM, a lot of people go through this because they're correct. not too sure like what there's to a do, lot of, what to choose. I think a lot of what is that what that is yes. is anxiety. A lot of anxiety. Very anxious and... Because I've seen people who, honestly speaking, they get very uh, pressured up because of parents will be like, no, you do this. But then they want to do something else and all these things. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So many factors involving. Bro, I'll just tell you one, one piece of bro advice. Assist, right? Bro, sis, I don't know. Like, yeah, I'll keep yeah, using yeah, the word bro. Yeah. Okay, bro, sis, okay, one piece of advice. Don't stress it too much. Don't mm. overthink it. Your life is just about to begin. Literally, you yeah. know. And whatever you go through after this, It's a learning curve. Mm. Win or lose, you're still going to win regardless if you choose to learn from whatever you're going to go mm. through. Mm. Right? In terms of you, you don't want to be so dependent, don't worry. You will come to that point where you will start making your own money. You will find a way. Yeah. Because yeah. if you have the will, you will always find a way. So don't Correct. worry too much about it. All right? So don't cry every day. All right? Trust me. Just watch the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> And, yeah. No, but for real, jokes aside, for yeah. jokes aside, okay? Trust me, your life is just about to begin. Right. So don't don't overthink it. Don't overstress it. Here's my yeah. Sorry. No, uh, here's my very specific idea to you. Everything mm-hmm. Kita said that's true. Obviously, here's a very specific idea on what exactly you can do in this position. A lot of stress here comes also from the fact that maybe they don't know what to study yes. and all that stuff. And because because comes from what you study, would you excel at it? If you excel at it, would you be good at that job? And then would you make good money? And that's how you become self dependent mm-hmm. and all that being an adult. Maybe you don't know exactly what you want to do, and mm-hmm. then this causes all the stress. If you can convince your parents and just go for a part-time job, it's okay if you don't immediately start studying. I think there's a lot of stress mm-hmm. there usually. It's mm-hmm. okay if you don't immediately start studying. Do so. Do a part-time job, three months, six months, one year. It's okay, because in that time you will experience life. You'll earn some money, maybe not enough, but you'll earn some money. Part-time job or full-time job technically could be a full-time job, but you know you'll do all these things. And as you do it, you will hear your friends are doing this, this, and that. You'll do these activities, that or that. Eventually, you'll get some exposure to. It will, something will interest you and you'll naturally find yourself going towards that direction and then you can be like okay if I like this part can I study something within mm-hmm. this because obviously mm-hmm. parents Indian parents mm-hmm. I'm assuming would say you have to study no matter what okay I am inclined to go because when you're in school you're so controlled in that yeah. environment when yeah. you go into a working world per se even like a part-time job you start to be exposed to a lot of things mm-hmm. your friends are doing so many different things at mm-hmm. this point you know you're getting a lot of new friends you will go towards a certain path and in that path maybe then you can figure out the rest of your life yeah. and everything else will sort of fall back fall into picture that's more of a specific advice that I can yeah. give yeah moving forward just relax trust me yeah just relax the more you overthink it the more Correct. cloudy your mind take is take it one simple step, one at, a step at a time what do you have to do tomorrow what one do you have to do next week trust me 
Yeah. But life is just about to begin. Yeah. Okay, next one. Suffering depression cause of marriage separate. Married, separation married and then got separated. Yeah. Mm. Struggling and dying. The pain going through difficult time. Couldn't express it how it feels. I have attempted suicide 16 times, but it fails. Hoping everything goes well. That impact hit me so bad and real. Mm. So why I wanted to share this is because, first of all, we hear you. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's a guy or girl, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but what really hit me hard is because number one is a separation is tough. Number two is couldn't express how it feels. You know, mm. when you struggle to really express, you start bottling everything inside yeah. you, right? And you really struggle to really express it. And when you really struggle to express it, you start beating yourself up for it. Mm. And hence, uh, I have attempted suicide 16 times, but it failed. So, I am no one to give advice on this one. Yeah. All I can just say is. All bad things will come to an end in life. All right. Um, whatever you're going through is not fair. Okay. Mm. And it's not easy, of course. But try to talk to someone. Uh, seek for help if you need to. If you have people who are close to you, friends or family, talk to someone. The moment you start just talking a little bit or just expressing it, you will feel like the weight of your shoulders is lifted up a little bit, and you mm. feel much better as well. Wherever you speaking. are, I'm sure when you wrote this message down, it did something. It helped you a I little bit. I hope it did. Bit. You know. And when maybe when you watch this and you hear us. Talking about it, you would feel an extra ounce of, regardless of what we have to say regarding it, yeah. you'll feel an extra bit of a release. Hopefully, yeah. Again, hopefully that's how yeah. it usually works. Yeah, do a lot of this with your friends. Yes, with your family. And let's say you're in a position where, for some reason, you can't speak to friends and family mm-hmm. about it. Because I, I, I don't know what's your exact situation. Um, but I, I like that that idea of married and separated. Mm-hmm. I, I relate to it to a certain level at least. You know, our stories could be completely different. But I could relate to it. So sometimes you can't speak to your family about it 100% because mm-hmm. there's a lot of, sh- you know, there's a lot of um, baggage when it comes to family as well because divorce is something that affects families, mm-hmm. you know. So because I find myself sometimes not being able to talk to my my parents 100% about everything that I feel regarding the whole thing. <coughs> That's when you can go for help. What we'll try to do, we'll try to find those those hotlines and numbers mm-hmm. that you call when you're yeah. going through things like this. Yeah. And we put it in the descriptions of the video. Yeah. If we haven't uh, put it, if by the time you're watching this, you haven't seen it in the at the description, mm-hmm. somebody who knows this information, please give it to yeah. us so that we can put it or put it in the comment yeah. section. We'll pin it and stuff like that. Yeah. Speak to these people. I know it sounds sometimes be like oh, it's random strangers that I call and speak. It to. really helps. They are there for a reason. Yeah, it yeah, really yeah, helps. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I said I opened up to my parents and all yeah, that, that was yeah. the first time I said anything to them like in this context. Yeah, it really helped. Yeah, so yeah. just give it a try. Correct. All right, and, and we hear you. Lots for, of love. And if you here. can, if you can find a purpose. Yeah. Right. Find a purpose and try going towards that purpose. Yes. Eventually, just find yourself. Discover yeah, yourself yeah. again. It's yeah. not the end of life. You've got so much more to actually give. Mm. Okay. Next one. Mental torture and emotional blackmails from my family on being cure, Q U E E R, queer, queer. Okay, okay, I don't queer. know how to pronounce it. 100%, queer, 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 but okay, queer. I know the word. Yeah, yeah. And not being manly, no support system, and all the emotions are just bottled up. Mm. Okay, um, it's interesting. So not being manly. So I'm assuming this is a guy, or is a dude. Mm. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of guys, maybe go through this. Mm. Um, a lot of yeah. like, because we know for a fact, a lot of men. Go through mental health issues. Not mm-hmm. saying girls don't, uh, because the suicide rates also show that, right? Yeah. And a lot of men, uh, they are expected to do certain things, provide be a certain way, be a certain way, and stuff like that. Don't open up about your emotions. Don't cry in front of other people yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Um, <laughs> I'm also assuming since he says he's queer again. Apologies for yeah. pronouncing it wrong. Uh, 
my understanding of queer is like you you are somewhere in that spectrum of you know lgbt and all that stuff but mm-hmm. i my this is my understanding correct me if i'm wrong it's too yeah. late for me to google right now <coughs> but you're trying to still figure it out you know that you're not 100% straight mm-hmm. i think you are or again correct me if i'm wrong please i could mm-hmm. genuinely be wrong here mm-hmm. um <coughs> and so that it doesn't go against you know traditional mm-hmm. beliefs of how a man should be or maybe he's straight but maybe just you know is a bit more feminine mm-hmm. in his in his in yeah. his uh um the way he sort of is as a person and you know i un- i i I've, i've understand that i've seen people like that uh, not a lot but i've seen people like that back when i was not so aware of this kind of things mm-hmm. back when i was a kid and i was not so aware of this and i've seen how they are usually ridiculed mm-hmm. yeah you know or mistreated scolded, or yeah. mistreated and stuff like that and it's 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 it, it can be it can be generally be messed up Yeah. I have no personal obviously I I can't tell you how to get through this because yeah. I don't I can't mm-hmm. I don't really 100% relate to it but it still comes down to being able to find some did he say he's, he doesn't have anybody to speak to no support system mm-hmm. and all the emotions are just bottled up I think what you can also do go on the internet maybe make a anonymous account somewhere mm-hmm. and speak about your things and that you will find those groups mm-hmm. of people who are similar to you or who sympathize you or mm-hmm. in that circle and you read a lot of stories you know you have your reddit and your you know yeah. all this stuff find the, the 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 type of people who are maybe more similar to you and maybe how they, they dealt with similar things and try to then you know Mm-hmm. If you can't find your support system around you physically, that's why we have the internet these days. Yeah. So maybe maybe try to tap into that. Yeah. 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 All right, let's go to the next yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. I am suffering from loneliness. I think I have everything I need. Mm. I have a really good job in London. Do this from London then. London. Okay. Lots of love Thanks for watching Shannon yeah. from London. Financially doing well. Mm. I feel like I have achieved a lot for my age. But I just can't be with people. I push away my family, friends, the guys who want to date me. Okay, that means mm. this could be a girl. Could be a girl. I have no idea why I do this to myself. Yeah. So this is a very good example of someone who feels like they have it all. Mm. I've achieved a lot for my age. You know, financially I'm doing well. I'm in London right now. I've got my job. Yeah. You know, but I just can't be with people. Like I push people away, you know. And I have no idea why I do this to myself. So mm. there are people like this out there as well. Of like course. I was mentioning just now, everyone has their own form of struggles. Yeah. Um, truth be told, uh, only you would know why you do this to yourself. Like why you push people away. Maybe you don't know right now. Mm. But you know, sit down, have that conversation yourself. I think that's very important. Have that conversation. Maybe you just vibe with certain kind of people, or maybe you've just not found your person. You know, stuff like that. Mm. But I, I don't know exactly. I can't really give an advice on that one. Yeah, do you have yeah. any like particular advice? Um, Again, so we are not very hell bent on giving uh-huh. advice for everything, but yeah. you know, obviously, we've read it out. Yeah. We hope that you feel like you have shared and people yes. have listened. We have yeah. listened and people have listened. But moving past that on, on an advice sort of thing, like I said, <laughs> see, this is something that even I could be dealing with in yeah, the in the I, future. Yeah. You know what you I mean? Know? Yeah. Uh, who knows? So, but one thing I say is that maybe try, if there's anything, maybe you could really delve into what's that root cause that you mm-hmm. say you push people away there must be a reason for it yeah like i said earlier there must be could be childhood trauma might, could be it, so much yeah, things, it might you know? be hiding behind yeah. a layer that you do not want to break yeah. as you delve deeper into your yeah. life so maybe be extremely extremely honest with yourself mm-hmm. and figure it out it might be something that you think you could fix within yeah. yourself or it might be something that you yeah. think no it's not something that you have to fix mm-hmm. but just something that you have to forgive from your past yeah something that you have to move on from you know a lot of people who go through 
terrible breakups and stuff mm-hmm. like that eventually feel like people who get cheated yeah. eventually feel like they can never trust somebody yeah yeah and eventually for them to be happy they have to eventually be able to trust somebody mm-hmm. and for that they have to sort of go back yeah. and, and make peace with whatever they went through mm-hmm. so it could be any of that we yeah. don't know but we hope you feel listened to and yeah we hear you dwell dwell deep within you yeah. i'm sure you'll find somebody yes we 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 the thing is what we're doing here we're not really just giving we're not really here to give advice okay mm. we are reading out your stories in the hopes yeah, that you know yeah. you know you're not alone but and other people out there could relate to it as well correct. you know but we I mean? as men we are just wired in a way that everything anytime there's a problem we need to figure out a solution yeah that's just our logical just, way of thinking that's just how biologically how men yeah, think you know. so, so so sometimes you know if you if you're like <laughs> i'm sure there's a lot of girls watching yeah. this like guys come on you don't have to come up with a solution yeah. for everything yeah, yeah. We're, sorry lah we're just wired that we can't help Yeah, we're not, we're not trying we to give you like a solution. Just giving yeah. our two cents on it. We feel very it. useless if you don't. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. You know? But yeah. we are reading out your your stories. Correct, correct. All of your stories matter. Yeah, I've handpicked a few. Whatever I can. Okay, yeah, shitload. We're yeah. starting okay. starting okay, a podcast late today. Let's let's go to the next one. Correct, okay, correct. We're starting a podcast late today because Kitan had so much trouble I trying to s- narrow bro, this down. I had so many responses. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah, that's yeah. why I'm so glad we did this. Right. Because a lot okay. of you guys managed to let out whatever you were feeling. All right. Next one. Toxic parents. No one is ready for this conversation. Mm. My life slash past has been just too dark. Okay. I'm the eldest daughter, 27, and broke because my dad doesn't like going to work, and my mom always want to look rich in front of people. Mm. In bracket, we are actually a middle class family. I just need to move out. Okay. Toxic parents, ah, huh? no one is ready for this conversation. Truth be told, I'm ready for it. We are ready for it. Okay. Children I have build. amazing parents. I absolutely love my parents. But I've seen people who has been in very toxic uh, families. For example, parents are not the yeah. best. Okay. Yeah. Now, for me, it's very simple. If anything toxic, just cut them out. Even if it's your parents, because at one point, this is your life. You got to make your own decisions. Of course, at one point, you will still be under their roof. Yeah. But once you get the chance to move out, you moving out is not you leaving your parents. Is you just changing your environment. Mm. Okay. When you're in a very toxic environment, it's very hard for you to strive because yeah. you have a lot of things that's going to keep dragging you down. If that makes sense. Yeah. So if you got to do what you got to do to make yourself happy, you then do it. you you got to move out. Then it's yeah. fine. It's okay. Your parents might not understand it. They might hate you. Whatever it is, but you got to do what you got to do to keep yourself happy and seen. Mm. Or else it's not going to do you any good. Correct. Okay. As as Indians, uh, and I'm assuming, but if not as uh, Asians, as you know, Malaysians and all that. We have this culture of no matter what they are your parents. Mm-hmm. We have that culture a yes. lot. And I used to be a very staunch subscriber to that culture, mm. to that that to that idea as well. No matter what they are your parents. And then I realized it's because I had the privilege of having very great parents. Same. So I stick to that idea of no matter what they are my parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Not even parents, even even if see genuinely, I had to I had to meet some people and look at their life eventually to un to unlearn some of these lessons. I realized that. If you had very toxic, toxic parents growing up, very shitty parents growing up, which can be possible. At one point, I thought every parent is a great parent, mm-hmm. you know. And then I realized yeah, parents nah, can be bad like too, yeah. uh, because they're all humans. And then I realized that if you had a very shitty, toxic parents growing mm-hmm. up, it is completely okay for you to cut them off mm-hmm. once you're an adult and you're able to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Not to say I completely sort of say go and cut off your parents, but I'm, we're saying it is okay to do it uh, because if they didn't, if what, however they brought you up. Has, is not deserving of you keeping in them in your life, and it does damage. Yeah, if it does cause a lot of harm to you on your day to day life by keeping them in your life, then cut them out. Yeah, because if you are at that point, if you are someone who is at that point of cutting a parent off, mm-hmm. then there must be a reason for it. Yeah, and there's no judgment. Yeah, 
do what you think is best for you yeah. for you to be happy for you to grow on yes. and for you to be yes, to flourish sir. yes yeah. sir okay so talking about toxic parents just now right mm. here's another one uh, very mm. interesting okay okay my father is deeply affected mentally mm. because of how his family treated him since he was young because of that okay he brought me up and my siblings causing us trauma as well you know the saying the abused became the abuser he yeah. became like that Oh shit. That's pretty interesting if you think about it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh that, Is there anything I'm more? Yeah, no. Let's say actually yeah. I was just want to say we hear you. Yeah. That's the first thing. Um because again, I cannot relate exactly, mm. but I know a lot of people go through this with families, uh abusive dads, for example, yeah. abusive moms, for example, right? And this one is interesting because normally the abuser they used to be the abuse right mm, they used to mm. be when they were younger like for example let's say someone's dad right yeah. the dad was the one who got abused by his dad right and then it like goes on and Correct. on and on it's like a never ending cycle like they felt like they had no power yeah. so when they grow up they wanted to exert power to yes, feel like they find yes, the iron yes, power again yeah. that, that that cycle if if allowed if not careful that cycle just can continue to generation to generation yeah really. and then these yeah. people like these kids right here or these children yeah, basically yeah. they go through like that form of yeah. trauma ptsd as they correct, grow up after correct. that and whatever they tackle in life and all that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we hear you uh, sorry for whatever you're going through we um, hope you can you are able to to get sort of out of the shackles of it all and all that mm-hmm. but i think one very important thing is because you sort of identify it sort yes. of a generational yeah. thing maybe as you move into your next generation yeah. you, you break that sort of you break that cycle yeah, yeah you break that and, and stuff like because you know how you don't want to be treated as well Correct. like i'm pretty sure like you're the kind of person based on what you're telling right here mm, right mm. right now uh, i don't know if this is a guy or a girl but mm. sounds like you'll be an amazing mom or dad basically yeah. with whatever you are going through right here lots of love from our end lots of love lots yeah. of love okay mm. last one okay this one is interesting and i think i'm it's i'm <laughs> not a pretty it's, it's a fly on your head <laughs> ah, okay okay So it's quite interesting ah huh? okay this is lockdown related which is why it's a bit different mm. lockdown was a huge factor okay. unknowingly i wasn't talking or communicating with anyone ps i talk a lot on a daily basis mm. i felt so trapped in the house i was diagnosed with anxiety and agoro agoraphobia okay. thereafter i, I would cry in public places or when i am alone outside my house what is agoraphobia i'm going to google it right now Right now, on the show. Third man did his research. Already googled it before. But it's okay. We do some real time learning. Meaning, we all gonna learn something new right now. Okay, what is agoraphobia? Extreme or irritational fear of entering open or crowded places, oh. or or leaving one's own home, or being in places from which is escape, which escape is difficult. Oh shit! So that means I'm assuming with the context of the uh, the mm-hmm. person. They just shut them, themselves off. Yes. Ever since the lockdown, yes. and just sort of got used to that sort yeah. of. Because uh, I know during lockdown time, a lot of people, like some people, were literally far away from families, from yeah. homes, and all that kind of stuff, right? And a lot of people must have went through this as well, right? right Especially those right. who are much more extroverted people, yeah, outgoing yeah. people, and you are kind of forced to be at home and like you shut yeah. down from you know. Yeah. And maybe they need like that physical connection with them instead of just doing virtual or phone calls and all that. They mm. need that. A lot of people normally, I mean, not normally. Sorry, a lot of people actually went through a lot of mental health issues during lockdown season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so just many being, factors. Just being trapped in those yeah. four walls for a lot of people. Yes, lot of, yes. Some people were blessed enough to have like bigger houses, more space, yeah. lesser family members in the house, so mm-hmm. that they all have their own yeah. spot of space if correct, they want their alone time. A lot of people were stuck with like a small enough space or too many, yes. too many people in the same house. You correct. don't get your personal space. Mm-hmm. 
and stuff like that. Let's not forget quarantine time as well. If you're yeah. forced to quarantine, remember, oh, that's even like if you're up. traveling, you came back quarantine in a hotel for like one week, two weeks straight in yeah, the four, yeah, yeah. like behind those four walls, just that's you not, alone. It's just messed up for a lot that of people crazy, as well. Right? Yeah. If you think and about I, it. I think, I think, I think the lockdown did do a lot for a lot of people. Funnily enough, I think for a lot of people it was extremely detrimental. It is, but for a lot of people it was actually like. A lifesaver. Yeah, to like in my extent. case, I told you it's a blessing case. in disguise. Correct. You see, uh, but for this person, it was the other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's crazy when you think it's, about it. It's funny how that one global event had so many different effects yeah. on so many different people. It did. You know it what did. I mean? Yeah. But yeah, we All hear right. you. Uh, right now, because lockdown is over as well, I hope you're doing much better right now. Uh, you do you. If mm. you're the kind of person where you love going out, being like you know the extrovert you are. Uh, Spending time with people and do do what you got to yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. I I obviously don't know exactly how to tackle something like this, yeah, but even at, as it as it comes down to all to it these days, in most cases, your in the internet is your best friend. Yeah, whatever situation you're in, there must be at least one person in the world who's going through something similar yeah. as you that you can find on the internet. Hundred percent. Not to say find them directly, but find that kind of you yeah. know relatable Someone sort you can of vibe thing. with as well. Yeah. Right? No, I, I, I don't necessarily mean like a person directly. I'm talking yeah. about you can search up articles, you can mm-hmm. search up something oh, where okay. your situation well, okay, is well, explained. Well, okay. yeah. You know, your situation is is, yeah. is, uh, is you know, all that stuff. And you can see what they see and what how do they cope with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Is it my turn now? It's your turn, sir. It's your turn. All right. This episode is kind of long. Huh? It's a very <laughs> long episode. Jeez. If you don't cut down anything, this is probably our longest episode. Yep. Yep. I hope you guys day. watch it. Yeah. I hope yeah. so. Please. <laughs> uh, as usual, there's <laughs> chapters. If by this point yeah. you haven't realized, and you if know. you're enjoying the content so far, give the video a thumbs up. Man. Yes. It's a lot yes. of effort. I hope you guys are enjoying it. Just Correct. give the video a thumbs up for the effort as well. Correct. And we're here showing up nine weeks in a row. So. Nine weeks in a row. All yeah. right. Moving on to That's my good. IG question. I asked people. So Kitten talked about. Are you going through depression mm-hmm. and give us mm-hmm. a story I asked about have you overcome depression mm-hmm. and if you have how did you do it so I got a couple of it I've tried, of, I've tried to blast past it someone said recently went through a breakup both felt both of us felt it was better to still be in contact like calls and chats and stuff even though after they after they, they already broken up they still wanted to be in contact but nothing romantic In a, it's a way I overcome but I'm one thing I'm sure is that when he finds so this is, this is a girl lah she says they've been in contact it's a way to overcome it but one thing she she knows for sure is that when he finds another girlfriend it she would feel the worst okay yeah I wanted to bring this up because uh yes the whole depression thing and all but this is something a bit interesting because mm-hmm. uh, personally that is something I decided to do for a for a while as well mm-hmm. I thought okay you know what maybe if I'm still in sort of in touch with my ex a little mm-hmm. bit here and there it will sort of help us move on mm-hmm. and, 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 and and we are to a certain extent of mm-hmm. course it has to sting but why I wanted to bring that up is because a lot of people would say you don't speak to your ex mm-hmm. if you break up you break up that's it mm-hmm. cut it done and dust it but not all situations are the same mm-hmm. not all breakups are the same Yeah. sometimes some people might break up um, but they might still be in a place where they can talk to each other. They can mm. be there with each other. Mm-hmm. And if they can navigate it, it might actually help. Mm-hmm. It might help to not go completely uh, cold turkey and end everything. Mm-hmm. You know, they might sort of just be able to help each other. Okay, we are done. But there's no rules that necessarily says we cannot. Here and there, let's just check on each other, you know, because mm-hmm. we're used to it. So instead of cutting it immediately, we can fade it off. Yeah. Right. The reason why I bring that up is because Breaking up can cause a lot of stuff, including mm-hmm. depression. Yeah. And this person found a way to 
decided to find a way to go through it that usually is against the rule book mm-hmm. and whether it works or not because she says when he finds a girlfriend i'm going to feel like shit so then again there's a cons of it all still there's still a con of it but what i'm saying is that there can be unique approaches to how you deal with mm-hmm. your depression and your 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 thing you know it doesn't always have to go by the book mm-hmm. is being in contact with your ex recommended probably not but what i'm saying is everybody have different stories mm-hmm. and what you feel is the best you mm-hmm. you should try to do what you feel is the best you don't mm-hmm. always have to go by the rule book mm-hmm. what's your yeah. take you feel like i feel like you disagree yeah i do disagree all right what's what's yeah. your take on it because Real she says she'll feel worse when mm. he just get with someone mm. that means you clearly will not be okay with it mm. that means you clearly still are talking to the person because you're still trying yes, to hold on to something hold on to feelings yeah. yes so there's a reason why i disagree to that if yeah, you are yeah. okay with that person getting together with someone else mm. then you're just You're okay with it. That's why you're basically Correct. communicating with them with zero expectations in return and yeah. you're okay with it, right? Correct. So that's why I disagree with it. But if you yeah. have like completely um like zero you've completely detached from the person. Yeah. Then it's a different case scenario. Correct. But in my case because I've also tried being friends with my ex like in the past. Yeah. Uh past few relationships ago, it never worked out well. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, because yeah. there's always some no, form of never, attachment there. Correct. You can never you know? be like that forever. Yeah. But what my my idea was that you can maybe instead of cutting it cold, you can mm-hmm. fade it off. But that's that's the part where I draw the line when uh-huh. she says if he finds a girlfriend, I will feel, feel worse. That yeah. means This is not just about fading it mm-hmm. off. This is you holding on to something. Yeah, yeah. To be uh, to be honest. So this this okay. yeah. My but my point of it being Fair. unique approaches are yeah. okay. Okay. Whether it works or not, it's only up to you guys to find out. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. All right. Next, my depression was because this is a bit interesting. My depression was caused by my own mind. Okay. I had a crazy addiction of porn and ejaculated okay. every single day. Okay. Nice. <laughs> no, I mean nice because <laughs> like unique. I said yeah, about yeah, porn yeah. addiction. You talked about now, porn right? earlier. That's why I was interested. I was about to end myself due to the guilty feeling. Okay. Things wow. that helped me to stop was gym, mm-hmm. praying to God, in bracket he put repent. Mm-hmm. Know that no one is perfect. Mm-hmm. It is okay to make mistakes and learn love to control it. my brain. Love it, love it, love yeah. it. Yeah. This yeah. is very interesting because mm-hmm. crazy addiction addiction to porn is not something you come across every yeah. day. And you see sometimes Then he says he ejaculated every day. That means I'm assuming he watches porn and and bro, truth be told, right? There's so many guys addicted to porn without them even knowing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. If I'm stressed, I'm gonna watch porn. Mm. If I'm tired, I'm gonna watch porn. Correct. If I can't sleep at night, I'm gonna watch porn. Correct. You know all of this because it not because porn is great, no. It's because it gives correct. you like that euphoric, happy feeling while you're about to ejaculate. That's correct. Why, correct. Right? And yeah, you're saying sorry. Yeah. No. So that's a very good way of like looking at. That's why some people. Get into alcohol addiction. Some yeah. people get into drug addiction. Yeah, it's because it gives you like that feeling where you can't really get it when you are sober, if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the porn addiction thing is also very similar. It's just another. It's just, it's just another way. Another way to just yeah, escape yeah, reality, yeah. basically, at yeah. that very moment. Yeah. I would like to clarify here: watching porn, obviously, it's not bad, but of course, there's yeah. like there's the moment he said addiction, he knows it's it's Correct. overboard. So it's 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 him doing that. I know. Okay. Yes. If he realized, okay, I have a porn addiction. This is bad. That means it has caused him to feel. Yeah. It was to a point where he feels like shit. Mm-hmm. Then that means that you are at a point where yeah. it has gotten too much. Yes. And the so, beauty about it, he's very well aware of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's and the, that's the beauty about it. And this. he did those couple of things in order to good job, man. Yeah. Bro, control his brain. Geez, and good job. That's amazing. Good job, G. Hope you're doing good. Next, uh, I would say I hope you're doing good. I wouldn't say do you because you've probably <laughs> lesser of you. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Next, how do you get over your depression? Focusing on myself, my actions and thoughts because it gives me a sense of control as depression usually makes you feel hopeless. Yes. Uh, Therapy helps. Finding the root cause of treating it helps. Gradual exposure to what I've avoided in the past and accepting it at 
as part of my journey. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I absolutely love that. I was like this person has got it like yeah. on lock. Yeah. Like, I love that. Realize that depression makes you usually feel helpless. Yeah. So focus on all the things that you can control. Keith and Brown is up earlier yes. in the thing in the thing. Uh therapy helps of course. Uh finding the root cause and find treating it helps. I yes. brought that up earlier as well yes, like correct. you know you fi- you go and find the root cause of it all. You break yeah, all your exactly. ego and find it. And what I liked here and what I thought was unique is gradual exposure mm-hmm. to what that person avoided in the mm-hmm. past mm-hmm. and accepting as part of the journey. Remember yeah. that one person who, who yeah. messaged you and said yeah. they they just push people away. Correct. That must be something in the past. Yes. So slowly exposing themselves yes, back yes. to it. Because a lot of people have yeah. PTSD with certain things that they've gone Correct. through in the past. Yeah. And sometimes running away from it is not the way you solve something. Correct. Instead, you accept it, acknowledge yeah. it that it has happened, yeah. but it's okay. And I'll just gradually expose Correct. myself. You back might not be ready it. for it immediately. Yes, yeah. Correct. Yeah. So you gradually expose. Fucking Correct. love it. Correct. Fucking Fucking love it's it. Very, very good oh, advice. Such a good one. Such a good one. Yeah. Thanks, man. Next. I don't think one over, okay this this person has a slightly different uh, perspective. Mm-hmm. I don't think one overcomes their depression. Mm-hmm. We just learn to maneuver around it in mm-hmm. our own head space mm-hmm. and try to surround ourselves with good people. Mm-hmm. It lingers, therapy helps, but in the end we will succumb to it. <laughs> okay, it went dark mm-hmm. a bit. And it most definitely is not a taboo. Mm-hmm. It should be spoken up more often. Yeah. So this person believes that depression regardless will always be there. The part where they say in the end we will succumb to it I t- I would like to disagree. Uh-huh. But I do think there is a bit of a truth in that. I think what they mean here is that when they say we just learn to maneuver around in and 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 this thing. I think they're not talking about depression. What they're talking talking about mm. is grief. Yeah. Maybe I'm not sure exactly what he means mm. by or <clears throat> she means by that. Yeah. It's more of like you know like how some people when you break up right they talk about how um with time you just move on you don't yeah. really move on you just accept it because that that part of <coughs> your life will always be in your memories. Correct. You won't just like completely forget it you know when unless you think you, about it yeah. you might still get some sad vibes. Yeah, you know. Bit, but you, you know? just accept it acknowledge it and Correct. maybe this person is saying something similar like hey depression is never going to completely go away it's going to be there it's mm-hmm. just part of my life but yeah. I accept it now instead of letting it actually crumble me down. Yeah, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Why I mentioned it might what they're talking about might be more related to grief rather mm-hmm. than depression is because grief is obviously let's say you've lost someone or yeah. break up or some whatever happened that mm-hmm. caused you grief, right? You it never truly goes away. I've I've seen this uh, like I do I don't do a quick sort of analogy. I've seen this thing on Twitter, and I think this is something that a lot of people should know mm-hmm. about. They talk about grief as a ball in a box, mm-hmm. and inside that box, on the inside of the box, there is a button. Mm-hmm. That button is the grief button, okay. and and there is a ball inside. Anytime the button is pressed, is when you feel grief, when mm-hmm. you feel like terrible, right? in the beginning the ball is huge and okay. the 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 box is mm-hmm. the bo- the the box is moved around a lot mm-hmm. in the beginning the ball is huge yeah so imagine a box this big and a ball this big mm-hmm. and there's a button if you move the box every almost every second the ball is hitting the button yeah cuz it's so huge yes and so if you will in the beginning you feel grief like back to back back to back back to back you 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 like almost non stop mm-hmm. what happens is over time when people say i've gotten over it or i've gotten better the ball over time what happens is the button doesn't go away that mm-hmm. grief button always remains there in that particular reason of why you're feeling grief let's say somebody passed away and that grief of that but what happens is the ball gets smaller and smaller mm-hmm. over time now doesn't mean eventually it gets so small that when you move the box The ball yeah. is so small that very the rarely it probability hits that of button. hitting is very less already. Right? Yeah. Now it might very rarely hit it but if by the off chance it does go and hit it mm-hmm. that pain that you feel because of that button is being mm-hmm. hit is still equally as same as mm-hmm. initially. Yeah. 
what changed is not that you don't feel that grief as strongly anymore mm-hmm. you just feel it less Lesser, often yeah the frequency reduces the basically. frequency reduces yeah. but when you do feel it yeah even though it's very rare it might still feel yeah. as strong yeah 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 it just happens very rarely yeah. as you move on and it happens less and less as you mm-hmm. move on and on and i thought that was ve- uh, like a very beautiful anal- analogy yeah, about it is it is about yeah, gri- love gri- that. yeah love about it. grief Damn. and and it's actually on twitter if people uh-huh. have actually drawn it probably if you go through it mm-hmm. i'll try to see if i can find it and put mm-hmm. it there so i thought of bringing that up okay next all right um Give me a minute. Okay. Went through depression and anxiety because of a breakup. Saw a psychiatrist for that back then. Currently watching Chill and Spill, kind of helping me through what I'm going through now. Thank hey. you so much, guys. Lots of love and so much respect. Lots of love too. to you too. <laughs> I purposely selected this because person said they listen to Chill Damn. and Spill. That's all. That's amazing. The fact <laughs> But, that you know we are able yeah. to like touch some of you guys. Yeah. Because we've gotten so many amazing messages actually. Correct, I've correct. never really like screenshot and showed anything. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like it's just so personal to a point where like so many of them actually say like thank you so much. What you do, what you guys share, taboo yeah. topics, all these things. Correct. It's helped you guys in some kind of way. It keeps us going to keep doing the episodes doing as well. It, yeah. So we don't. <laughs> so for those for those who say why these two guys should just shut up and go to therapy instead of doing this this is why we do it as well yeah all right mm-hmm. move it next uh, i think this was good it's a three part i'll go through it fast all right how to get over your depression fake it till you make it okay. i was in a phase where i can't sleep at nights i was scared to look at the fan it was haunting what if i hang in it and that and then it might be done so okay, he's, basically he had suicidal thoughts okay But I cry and close my face with pillows and I sleep. Mm-hmm. I ghosted from all social media and people too. Mm-hmm. Nobody understood it. I worked out every day. I work out outdoor mostly on my terrace. So I wake up late every day after all the crying. So I wait for like 5 p.m. every day. It's not that sunny. I can work out. I work out like hell. After seven, when it's dark, I cry again mm-hmm. while while working out. Maybe like you know you talk about when it's yeah. night, it just hits you harder. Yeah. Somehow I made myself happier. All my life I was overweight. I then I came to a good shape. Even though my problem was not this is the part why I selected this particular mm-hmm. answer. Even though my problem was not solved, I was happy with my body for the first time. Mm-hmm. The first time happy with my body, dressing up the way I wanted. It started with projecting as though I was happy and then I eventually became happy. Problems are still there, but I'm happy. Nice. I like this because maybe he did have the cavity in under his control to solve his problem. Is it he? I'm not sure. Actually to be is honest with you, like, okay. he or she could be he or she. Could be um, maybe it's not under their control to solve mm-hmm. their problem, mm-hmm. but they try to tackle something that is within their control. Yeah, love they that. They worked out. Of course, yeah. they did all the crying and all yeah, that, but they yeah. worked out, put some effort into their body because that is within their control. And the moment you do that, that gives you that idea yeah. that a lot of things can be in my. If I just have to focus on what's in my yeah. control. And how I can make those yeah. things better for myself. Yeah, uh, that's like one way or the first step of you just taking care of yourself. Correct. Doesn't necessarily have to be just working out. Could yeah, be just you yeah. taking care of your food intake, for example. Yeah. And physical health, right? Honestly, really correlates with mental health. Correct. Okay. Because the way you train, or not even train, you take care of yourself, the food you eat, and all that correlates with mental health so much. It's insane. Yeah. For example, when you train, right, or you start losing weight, or you start building muscle, maybe you're skinny, you put yeah. on weight, or you're someone who's overweight, you lost weight, right? It helps a lot with a feel-good factor. Correct. The way you fit in your clothes, the way you look, that self-confidence—you're not doing it for anyone; you're doing it for yourself. Mm. And you know for a fact the results are showing because of the hard work you put into it. No one. This is not given; it's earned. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's literally earned, you know. And it becomes a feel-good factor like, oh shit, I'm actually doing something. It's yeah. actually working. And then small things like people around you start noticing, you gain a bit more respect. Mm. And then because you also feel like better in your clothes and all these things, you start smiling a bit more. Yeah. Whenever you meet someone, you're a bit more proud of yourself. It's the small things like this, you correct, know, correct. which is a complete, it correlates with one another. I think this is what this person went through, which yeah. is absolutely amazing. Yeah. And and see, a lot of times when we feel depressed about stuff and we feel sad about stuff, you see, if we had the ability to go and change it, we would mm-hmm. change it, yeah. correct? We would go and solve it and fix mm-hmm. it. A lot of times it's because we can't do it because mm-hmm. it's not in our control anymore, yeah. you know? So we feel this way. But when we go and... That's why this whole working out... I actually, I got a lot of... I went to gym, I went to gym. Mm-hmm. I just didn't select all of it because it's uh-huh. going to be repetitive. But I got so much of it. The When you go and actually... Like do something with like you know even if you are someone who looks physically fine you're not mm-hmm. overweight or you're not underweight or you you look fine but if you if you work out a little bit you can put on even more muscle mm-hmm. and this and you can you can get a lot more you can you can tone yourself a lot more um, and all that stuff there will be some form of changes within you right and that change you would know that it came because of what you did. Yes. And that was something that was under your control. Yes. And then, yes, you still have the issues that, like this guy said, the problems are there. You still have the issues that mm-hmm. makes you sad about. But what your brain, I feel like what your brain tells you is that, yeah, it's there. I am sad about it. But what am I going to focus on tomorrow? I've seen with evidence that if I were to spend my time doing this, mm-hmm. I can control the outcome of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I rather put my mind on this mm-hmm. because I can control this. Yeah. And from that working out, it goes to a, to your job mm-hmm. or to your work and this and that. And eventually, you spend your brain just decides to spend most of your time doing something that is under your control because that's way more rewarding than mm-hmm. focusing on the th- one thing yeah. that is not under your control. And I think, like you said, that physic- that's yeah. why that physical health, mental yeah. health... It really correlates, yeah. Correct. All right, next one. I moved to a completely... How to overcome depression? I moved to a completely different city when I was 18. Uh, had no friends, no job, nothing. Basically started life from the bottom again. Fresh life. I'm doing great right now. Good job. Brought, bought my own house, got married and I'm happy. Congrats, man. Congrats. Good job. Guy or girl, whoever you are. Why I wanted to bring, the, bring this up is oftentimes a new start mm-hmm. will, is, all, is usually what you need. Yeah. And sometimes some people, obviously not everybody can move to a different city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what you can do is try to create some form of a reset in your life. Yeah. For me, it was moving to this place. Yeah. It's moving to a new place allowed me to also have like, okay, the idea of I'm doing something, okay, there is a new chapter in my life. Yeah. I'm doing something new, right? And have going through a breakup or a divorce was an, mean, I have I am going to a new chapter, but that was a negative event. And then I'm, I'm setting a mm-hmm. chapter on a negative mm-hmm. event. So what I did, I also moved to a place like this, mm-hmm. which I was very excited yeah. about. And so I made my new chapter start off from, in my mind, I tricked myself into believing my new chapter starts because I've moved in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, it's a change of environment. Change it makes a very big difference. Yeah. When your environment is toxic, regardless of whatever your environment is, if it's toxic, it's toxic. The yeah. more you stay in it, you can go for a holiday, Correct. for example, uh, two weeks or a month, but you come back, you're coming back to the same environment Correct. eventually. Correct. I saw this one video on TikTok. It's damn interesting, actually. Very quick one. Huh? Mm. It's a fish in a tank. The tank is toxic. Mm. Toxic, basically dirty as fuck. Yeah. So what they did was they just took the fish out, put it in another tank. That's a holiday for the fish. Mm. They left the fish there for one week. 
Fish was damn happy, healthy, okay. all that. But holiday is done. Put the fish back to the previous tank. Okay. It became sad and depressed again. Get it? Mm. Because it was not really a complete change of environment. Yeah. It was just temporary then just for you to go back back in there. You know? In there. So there's keyword, this guy, he moved. Mm. He started a whole new life yeah. and all that. And for people out there, maybe if you're going through stuff like this, if you feel like you have the capacity to do so, yeah. try it out. You've got nothing to lose. You correct, know? Especially correct. if you're in a younger age, you can take risks. Yeah. Try it out. Why not? Correct. Right? If yeah. it's the better, like the greater good for you, then do what you got to do, yeah. right? It nev- obviously, it doesn't have to be moving to a different, mm-hmm. entire different city. Yeah. You know, it could be so- something smaller than that. It's like moving to a new place. Yeah. But even it doesn't have to be something like this as well. It can be literally as simple as it. You could literally just change up the entire um, um, setting your, yeah, of your let's bedroom. Let's just say your bedroom, your, your bedroom, house. You know, take your bed, move it to a different spot. Yeah. Clean up everything, move everything. Yeah. Sometimes just cleaning and organizing helps yeah. a lot. And we're just talking about the physicality of yeah. the environment. Let's just say if it's people who are toxic around you, honestly, just yeah. cut and just cut them off. Yeah, it yeah. might be painful at first, trust me. I've yeah. cut so many people off, bro. It's insane. Yeah. Just, yeah. just cut. It's a waste of your time. Correct. It's a waste of energy. Sometimes the thing is, it's not about changing what is causing you the issue. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just you you need to get into the mindset of, okay, I'm done. I, I want to be done being sad. I want to be happy. And, yes. and for that, yes. you just need to have you Maybe gotta please yourself, man. Having having a, an external environment that feels mm-hmm. new will try to always give you that idea. Maybe that person in your life might still let's say it's a parent. It's mm-hmm. hard to cut off a parent. Yeah. Like yes, we we mm-hmm. can advise and say cut them off, but mm-hmm. it, it might be hard mm-hmm. for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. So maybe you can't cut them off, or maybe you can limit yourself. Maybe, mm-hmm. but if you come down come to your house, let's say your house is a toxic environment because you have a shitty toxic parent, but when you go up to your room and suddenly you've changed everything in your room, it feels new. You can put yourself into that that external change in your environment will can sort of reflect back yeah. in your head and see like be like it's a new phase in my life. Yeah. I'm not gonna get, let this affect me much, and yeah. that will help a lot. And that's the reason I brought this up. Love it. Love All love right, it. last one. The depression came around when the love of my life let me go four years ago, and I've been stuck up ever since when he found someone new. Okay. I overcame it by becoming a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely would recommend. <laughs> I mean, you do you, girl, okay? You um, do you and you let all long, the yeah. people who do you, do you, yeah. Guy, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, being a hoe, honestly, is nothing wrong. If you yeah. want to be a hoe, just make sure you're single. That's it. Just have fun. Correct. Um, as long as you're single, nobody can see anything about years. you. Four years. I'm just trying to think. Four years. It's quite a long time to be stuck up on that someone. So you decide to be a hoe. It doesn't matter. I mean, people have their, I, uh, their, people I, have their no, time I'm just table. thinking, I still have time. I still have time. To be a hoe. La. Yeah, hey. I still have time. Four years, maybe. It, the, the invite is open for everyone, guys. Four. <laughs> four years. Four years. Relax. So you're going to be a hoe after four years, is it? Yeah. Oh, I thought you're going to be a hoe up to four years. No, no, no. no, no, no I'm no, a good no, boy no. now. So in 2027, you'll be a hoe. Yeah, if All if right. I'm still single. Book uh, your calendars, guys. If I'm single. <laughs> I might be married by then, I think. <laughs> yeah, no way you can be a hoe. I'll slap <laughs> you on the face. Okay, that's it? Yeah, that's it. That's, that's it, it for that's episode nine. As if for episode nine, um, Highly even requested. being a hoe, if that helps you, as long as everybody's everything. If you're happy, just do you, bro. And Life's you know too what short. you're doing. You're wearing protection and yeah. all that. Go ahead. Life's too know. short. Life's, Life's too life short. short. Do have what fun. you gotta do. Have fun. Uh, again, you like know what's said, good you know what's content. bad for you exactly it's your life your yeah. journey okay. that's episode and 9 episode 9 the, wait listen this is our longest video bro how many minutes is it 1 hour 50 minutes <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna hate us okay it's they're 1 hour 50 minutes us. as it stands oh, I don't know goodness. if they're cutting I don't know but we before it reaches 2 <laughs> we are screwed <laughs> 
We can't even do like a part one, part two, you know. We are screwed. <laughs> anyway, we'll we we'll let tomorrow versions of ourselves design. Uh, yeah, for now. Worry bro. about this. Guys, it's 9.45 p.m. I haven't even had dinner yet. On a yet. Friday night. I'm very hungry. I came to your place at like 5 p.m. Correct. We've been here almost five hours, okay? The yeah. the work is real, is mad. The grind is real. The grind is real. Please give the video a thumbs up. If you are still watching all the way till the end, you are the real OG. You are what a G. You are the real Woo! OG, okay? If you're All watching right. till then, you comment down below. I'll, we'll give I you some merch. We'll thing. give you some merch. You got merch, ah? Huh? You see, people who watch till the end. All right. Yeah, we'll give you guys Thank some free merch. Thank you for watching, guys. Okay. You can listen to this on Spotify, wait, wait, Apple Podcasts, and all that. that. We're supposed to do a question. In oh, the end, yeah. Okay. What was the question? Do you remember? No. I know you don't remember. I remember. <laughs> the question is, this is one aspect that we now always spoke about. If you are someone who had to very closely deal with another person, it could be a partner, it could be a friend, mm-hmm. it could be a son or a daughter, mm-hmm. it could be a parent. If you had to personally very closely deal with someone who had depression, mm-hmm. I'm sure we are sure it must have had some effects on you. So it's not about how you help them, but what sort of effects did it have on you having to deal with somebody yeah. who has severe depression? That's a really good like question. That. Because that actually we always don't look at those people. Those yeah. people who are around you sometimes do get the brunt of it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they do, when they you're do, a partner and you're yeah. trying to love somebody, but yeah, that person yeah, has yeah. depression, it takes a toll on you. Yeah. You know, or any other relationship. So if you're in someone who was in that kind of situation, how did it affect you? Mm-hmm. What did you? What, how? What, how was that for you? Let us know. Um, and also before we, we finish this, I want to also again mention that as we mentioned, we are not mental health experts yeah, when it comes to this, but. What we do want to do is leave this floor open and openly invite people who are mental health experts. Like actually know. accredited by a university? Yes. Like an actual psychologist, Correct. psychiatrist? If you're watching all this and you're thinking, guys, 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 you guys don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> then we would love to invite you onto the show. Yes. Please let this us know open in the comment section in our yeah. DMs or whatever. Yeah. Because we do want to, there's, there's still, still so much more to discuss about this topic. We do want to carry this forward to mm-hmm. another episode. Mm-hmm. But by that time, we want to probably have an expert sitting mm-hmm. here with us yeah, yeah. who can do so much more justice yes, to this topic. That would be really dope actually. Right? So yeah. it's an open invitation. Let us know. Yes, yeah? sir. So all that right. is it, episode 9. That's right, episode 9. All do all the subscribing, liking and yeah. following and everything. And we will see you in the next one. Episode It's going to be a special one. Episode 10 is a special one. Yeah. Shh, don't tell anyone. My name is Anish. My name is Kirtan. This is Chill and Spill Podcast.